Hello everyone, it is Thursday, March the 19th, and you are listening to the Talking Games podcast. I am here this evening, today, with Mr. Rob Newmeyer. How's it going? Justin Townsend. Hello. And this week, Bobby Shortle. It is the evening. It is the evening for us. Yeah, yes. Because we're in the... But it could be the evening for who's listening to this. There's no, like, it doesn't air at a certain time. So good morning, good day, good evening. Could be any time. Could be any time. Yeah. Good afternoon. Good that was afternoon. a really, really smooth opening. Good evening. Mm-hmm. Good night. Sweet. <laughs> that was. We're off to a great start. I wouldn't expect any less. Uh, yeah. So how is everyone? <laughs> Thank you're you. Just, ignore, really, you're just listen, ignoring me. I'm ignoring him because he came in with a mission to sabotage me. I am just going to ignore him. <laughs> I've never so, been. On, I've never been on an episode where you're hosting before. Oh, is that true? Yeah. No. I have this done. I have done literally dozens and dozens of various podcasts over the year with it's Bobby true. as my host. So this it's is true. quite the role reversal. I've been on with Justin when he was the host. I've been on with Steve. I haven't been on when you're the host. No. I've hosted one of them. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. But Ooh, I've never been on. So this is new. Yeah. So what we all been doing? Anything interesting? It was St. Patrick's Day on Tuesday. And oh. go out? Uh, no, I didn't go out, but I cooked the biggest uh, corned beef. Nice. It was eight pounds. It was ridiculous. There was no wow. need for anyone to buy an eight-pound corned beef. That's a lot of corned beef. Oh, it's dis- disgusting. Yeah, I was gonna say like an ounce of corned beef is too much for me. Uh huh. Oh, uh, I love corned beef. I, I love it too. Yeah. But like, I I could have it then, and then I made a Reuben today. Oh yeah, the sandwich. And, and I'm done. Now I'm done. Like, my, in my opinion, the sandwich aspect of making corned beef is the best part of making. Oh, corned sorry, beef. corned beef hash also. Oh, nice. Yes, but that's tomorrow. Also, yeah, delicious. it's good when you got good leftovers. Uh-huh. Yeah. At Christmas, my favorite is always the turkey tikka masala. That's oh my, my goodness! <laughs> You're speaking French. Well, we could we couldn't do it for Thanksgiving, <laughs> certainly. Hindi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, tikka masala is not even Indian. It's British, yeah, British in yeah. a weird way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we could have used your turkey for that. What? Oh. <laughs> Thanksgiving <laughs> head crab. Thanksgiving head crab. Yeah. 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 Awesome. We Where were we that we just showed that picture to somebody? Uh, that was oh, in we were in, pa- oh, in packs. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. Yes. we showed your cooking you skills did. to Eric. <laughs> Great, thanks for that. You're welcome. Oh my god, that was yeah. We're not going to get into the whole he Thanksgiving debacle. <laughs> he mocked you, as did I on the day. This is true. Yeah, I podcasted um, for three hours. Yeah, St. Patrick's Day. I'm just a crazy wild guy. <laughs> for what? Talking comics. Oh god! Yesterday was St. Patrick's Day. I know. Yesterday, I know. we're recording this. Oh goodness gracious! <laughs> yeah, in I didn't head. do anything. I just went to the weekend in my head. <laughs> yeah. I said I did nothing for St. Patrick. I did, however, this week try yoga for the first time. What? Yoga yeah. or I yogurt? Never... Did you just say yoga? Okay, I was. Yogurt. I really did not know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that wasn't even me being a dick. Both that was me actually time. asking you. <laughs> yeah, no, I thought, let me Flawless. try the yoga. Uh-huh. So I went through the Xbox and the PlayStation, looking for some kind of game. You know, like a yoga. I love that you're thing. like, I want to try yoga. Let me turn on my <laughs> exactly. video game console. Exactly. So I decided to do this and it wasn't entirely successful. It was fairly exhausting. The positions you have to somehow contort yourself into uh-huh. are very difficult. At one point, it led to me almost suffocating on my own boobs, oh. which I'm pretty sure is not what's supposed to happen. Is that the Chibani technique? <laughs> no. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> So, yeah, so yoga, the, not for me. The fudge. Fad, <laughs> I tried something new. The Danon method. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is going off the rails already. Yeah, yeah. No, it's fine. I so what, did you end up using like the Xbox Fitness or anything like that to do it? No, it just directed me to Amazon Instant Video instead. So oh, really? That. And then it oh. was like... Does Xbox know, have a fi- Xbox has a fitness? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So a, yeah. It's really good, actually. It's, yeah, I heard it was But good. do you have the connect with yours? I do not. You don't. So and that's, that's the difference. Why. You can't yeah. use it then. It would be so great well. if you had an Xbox with a connect. <laughs> yeah. yes. She hadn't sold it to somebody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. <laughs> anyway, that was my excitement for the week. 
So that was great. I, I Justin, think, well, ju- you start with your yes other uh, story. So uh, we're trying to potty train my son, <laughs> which is going fantastic. Uh, so I am in this kick right now where I just buy him everything I can. Like I, I, I came back from PAX and I was telling Robin the way down, down. I was like, oh, I didn't get Jorah anything. And he's like, he's two. You know, he's probably right. not going to realize. It was like unacceptable. I, I didn't have to buy say him that. <laughs> Eric did. Eric did. <laughs> And uh, it's, it's like when you know, it's like when you adapt a book into a movie, you just like meld characters together uh, just yeah, for the sake we're, of time. This is the general story. Here. Exactly, yeah. exactly. You no, gotta, you gotta adapt look, to the medium. That made me look like a dick. Yeah. No. <laughs> it's like Scrooge. Yeah. He'll never notice. He's just a kid. So uh, I've been buying him like just a bunch of stuff, and so we were like, my wife and I were like, oh, let, let's let's do potty training because we have another one on the way. Don't want to deal with two diapers. So. Uh, to shorten this down, pretty much, I've been bribing him with Funko Pop Ninja Turtles. Sweet. So I bought him one. We went to the Fourth World Comics here on Long Island, and uh, I was like, all right, we'll pick one. And he couldn't betwi- pick between blue and red. We went back and forth to the register a few different times. Blue, no red, no blue, then red. So me being like, okay, let's just buy both. <laughs> Problem solved. So we get home, and then I realized I should be using this as like motivation. So the my weekend pretty much consisted of me going back out to the toy store like 25 times looking for different toys to be like, every time you go potty, you get this. And then I realized <laughs> I should really just be bribing him with his own toys. That's true. Yeah, it gets very expensive. So we went from no Ninja Turtles to the entire set. <laughs> and I have to seriously keep Do this Do you want to know check. a nice, cheap, and easy way for boys? Because I have a boy. This this is uh, work for me. Cheerios. Man, somebody Cheerio else told me this trick. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's all about the aim. Aim you at make the Cheerios. It a game aim at the Cheerios. Aim at the Cheerios. Yeah. Oh, you mean for the Cheerios in the toilet? Yes. Yeah. I was like, you're going you're gonna to be like, you, you can have a Cheerio if you pee in the toilet? <laughs> well, I, right now we're doing, <laughs> yeah. we're doing M&Ms. It's okay, like, well, that's like, so candy. This, I know, it's candy. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yep. We're, we're, it's we're, not we're, a roll. We're, we're working on it. Oh, it's definitely. And it's a work. <laughs> I remember having Luke um, when he was about Jorah's age. We decided to do that thing a lot of parents do. Let him run around naked. Because eventually like, he has like to a, go. That sounds like a bad idea. It was a bad idea. It was when he dropped a gigantic turd on the floor and then turned around, saw it, screamed out of terror and ran off. <laughs> that, that was, yeah, that I was traumatized yesterday. him. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, still like it now. <laughs> still traumatized by his own feces. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a, a, yeah. a, a problem. So has he been good or meh? Um... He's Online review him. Yeah. Meh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a it's a it's a work in progress. He's got the, he's got the concept down. Uh, right. Somewhat. Exactly. Yes. So let's hope it works. Yeah. So hashtag hashtag Jorah don't know how to pee. Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, but yeah, then Friday we uh we did our first show. Yes, we yes. did Backup Stories episode zero. Which took uh thirty three minutes to record. And five and a half hours to sit up. <laughs> Fantastic. Yes. But I you did, did it. We yeah. Did it. Oh, totally. Now you know how to do it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I watched. It was awesome. Thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, yeah, we've gotten some good feedback. Yeah, and we appreciate uh, that. And we'll definitely have a couple of changes that I think we just didn't make those changes then because we were so happy that we got stuff working. A little behind the scenes uh, tale here. Uh, after five hours of trying to get this thing going. We, as Rob would say, we had, what was it, like a photograph moment where 
It was like, like a freeze. If you could freeze frame us <laughs> jumping in the air and high fiving, it pretty much literally was. was double high fives while screaming. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I kicked my leg up at one point, <laughs> mm-hmm. and we were like, "It's working." Uh-huh. Okay, let's sit down and like calm down for right. a minute, and right. then we we were able to record. And it was weird being on camera. I've never been on camera before, so it was like coming and like look at the camera, look back at Rob, look at the camera. Yeah, you guys seemed pretty. You guys seemed pretty. It was good. Well, I think yeah. we were just so exhausted that. from like sitting there for a while. It was good like, about right. it. Yeah. What happened was. Like the PC was right in front of us, yeah. So you can't help but look at the picture of you. Oh yeah, yeah. But then it looks like you're just staring down, like, yeah, at nothing. Yeah. So we were talking. We were like, let's just either try and look at the camera or each other. Yeah, and it's it's hard to do. Yeah, yeah. I definitely got a few frantic texts near the near <laughs> well, the end you of the process. An absolute huge help because <laughs> yeah. that that's when we hit last resort and yeah. we're like, let's just call Bobby. He was like, and I was I like, don't I, don't want, Bobby. I don't want to bother him. I really don't want to bother him. <laughs> And at some point, I was like, all right, we'll figure it out. And then, then I, after like two hours, I was like, the hell with this. Let's just call him. Uh-huh. I can't take this anymore. And we were texting back and forth. And th- I, there was definitely a moment where like I thought they were at one place in their like process. And they were at a different place. And so at one point, he's like, we're not even doing that. And I was like, okay, call me. Because I don't even know what the hell you guys are doing then at this point. But yeah, no, it, it ended up going think, great. Yeah, despite the drama that obviously happened behind the scenes, yeah. I think it yeah. came off great. I yeah. enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. I can't, cool. can't wait to do it again on Friday. I'm going to come sit on the couch on Friday and yeah. watch you. Put your throw M&Ms at your head. I'll eat that. That I got out of Jorah's potty. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't think he's saying he puts M&Ms in the toilet. He gives Jorah M&Ms if he pees in the toilet. Well, if you think about it, the long process, That's a freaking, eventually they end up in no. the potty. Do you know how to, uh, the, in, the internals you... work of a person? Yeah. You don't eat M&Ms <laughs> and pee them out? <laughs> they come out somewhere. They come out the other way. <laughs> Eventually, oh, right. let's not do this. Yeah, it would, different kind of chocolate going off the rails again. <laughs> yeah, no more poop stories. No. Exactly. Um, should we should we move on to talking about what we're actually supposed to talk about? Sure, video the weather. Games. What are we supposed to talk about? Video games. Let's talk about some video. This is games. a podcast about video games. So I'm I'm, I'm out. It's I'm gonna go first going just way. because mine is not so much what I've been playing, but a confession as to what I've been playing. I really want to skip over this whole part of the show because I hate you very much. <laughs> Justin's very angry with I me. W- yeah, I, I told her last <laughs> night I would like a podcast divorce. Yeah. And we're battling over custody of Rob. <laughs> we are. We are. Mm-hmm. Because I have spent, I wasn't on the show last week, so my last two weeks, I have spent playing Rayman and Tomb Raider. Game in the year 2015. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. So Rayman, simply because it was free on the Xbox One. Mm-hmm. So I'd had it on the 360, traded it in, got it on the PS4, did it, finished it, put it away. Then it's free on the Xbox One this month. I was like, oh. I should just download it because then I have a digital copy. And I was like, well, I could just play a couple of levels, which turned into like 20 hours. We so I started did it this podcast yeah. 53 <laughs> yes. weeks ago with yeah. you talking about exactly. Rayman. I know. I know. That's why I said it's confession. It's the year of regression. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Still a fantastic game, yeah. I'd like to say. Are Still you playing the game. definitive edition of Tomb Raider? Like the I am. New okay. Because that was well, at also, least that. it was like $13 yeah, 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 on, no. uh, on the Xbox. So I got that That's and I just finished it 100% this afternoon. Um, also, this is, the reason I did this one again is because I saw, we had an email from one of our listeners, uh, Luciano at uh, the Arctic Beast, I mm-hmm. believe. And he mentioned about playing this. And I was like, I remember that game. That game was fun. So I thought nobody talk about Skyrim. (laughs) (laughs) I know I'm going to break that 360 out again very soon. I'm going to throw. That's the only reason why I know you won't play it because I don't think you're going to go back to playing it coming on the 360. No, No. someone actually scared her into thinking her files going to get corrupted and she doesn't want to lose her character. That wouldn't be good. Mm -hmm. I'd be crying. The rest (sighs) of us would jump in glee. (laughs) 
It would give be me amazing. a good reason to start again, though. So we're going to build a PC for you soon. You can play it all yes, over again. Well, that's, what's, that's exactly all the mods. what is yeah. going to happen. That's what are you exactly guys doing? what's going to happen. She's going to go back to Skyrim. Oh, okay, me. I'm not on this podcast every week. I don't care how much she talks about it. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing it. I'm, t- I'm completely doing it. That's, that was the main reason for me wanting to do PC gaming was I can I get to play a game who's already played 500 hours. I can't wait to see you with keyboard and mouse. I can't wait to see you with keyboard and mouse. She won't have to play the keyboard and mouse. She can play the controller. Not every game. Yeah, but Skyrim. That's Skyrim, right? I have used a keyboard and mouse in the past. Yeah. They're not completely alien. To play, yeah. to play a game? Yeah, like bejeweled. It's like foreign to Justin. <laughs> yeah, I love yeah, how he's like, yeah. if, if I'm not good at it, yeah. then Jackie's going to suck at it. <laughs> well... Uh, <laughs> I can't do like Twitch-based games with a keyboard and mouse. No, it's, it's I can't do it's like hard. a shooter or anything like that. But anything that's like turn-based or anything that's like strategy-wise, yeah, yeah. I'm fine with it. But playing a uh, Twitchy game is definitely hard. Yeah, because I just I'm just not. It's not the mouse part of it. It's the the keys. keyboard part yeah, of it. It's like the, the, part the, the the WASDA part of it. Watching the CS:GO stuff this past weekend mm. is like some of the most amazing things out there. Um, mm. Just the the accuracy that that these people have it's it's insane. Like stuff that i will never be able to do just yeah. with their you know with their aim and keyboard mm-hmm. work and stuff it's it's stupid uh, there's videos of like professional starcraft players and like some guys don't want to be recorded because it's people seeing like how they they run it's like an, an advantage mm-hmm. or disadvantage wow. for them if it gets out but some people don't mind and they don't look down at all it's like they could be looking at rob and they are just smashing the exact keys, like by like, but they lift their hands up in a way uh-huh. to yeah. like hit something over here and come back. It's like it's actually wow. incredible. Mm. Yeah, I mean, Starcraft is a lot of mouse stuff, but it's a lot of macros too. So yeah, yeah it's a lot of programming stuff, so you can Correct. just do things quickly. Mm. Duh. No. Yeah, it's interesting. Though. I mean, that's on a professional level. I mean, if you of just, yeah. if you just oh, play yeah. the game like on your on your PC, like single player, you're not making yeah. macros. <laughs> I do, but I do like how people find different ways to play games and different ways to get something different out of it. Like I saw something online um, a while ago. There's a whole group of people that use GTA Five as like a flight simulator thing. Like that's all they do. They go in and they fly planes and they do it in like a professional way. They almost ignore the rest of the game to do this. Well, that's kind of what GTA is made for. It's for people of, to yeah. get into that world and just go play golf. Right. Well, I mean, yeah. once the modding community gets their hands on this GTA, it's all over oh, because it's crazy. Yeah. with with all of the other ones, they have they've turned them into online games and I think I've ta- I've talked about this before, right? The role-playing stuff. Actually, I don't, no, I don't think, I don't so. think we brought that up yeah. uh, GTA-wise. No. no. Uh, I've I've been on a GTA San Andreas role playing server where you yeah. go in and like there are people that just play cops, there are people that play like gangsters, there's people that play like homeless people, <laughs> and this sounds like Second Life. Wow, it's almost like that. I was and invited. if you do something wrong, you, you can uh, get arrested and you get put in jail mm-hmm. and you have to set out your yeah. sentence. It's crazy. Huh. So, th- but it's great, right? It's great yeah. that people have the ingenuity to like find a different way than possibly the developers meant them to do it uh-huh. but they find a different way of playing it which is kind of cool i don't yeah, want to so. generalize but they sound like crazy people to me <laughs> oh i'm telling you right now like if you have One a if person's you, crazy if, as you, another person's if you want to play a flight simulator there are there are plenty of flight simulator games you could okay, actually play crazy uh when we were in pax rob was showing me videos of his favorite streamer slash troll mm-hmm. uh I don't know the guy's name. Rob, what's the guy's name? It's uh, Daniel from Second Life. So Daniel from SL is his Twitch stream. So basically, it was him starting out in um, the first one I saw was him in uh, DayZ. It was DayZ, right? DayZ was the first one you saw. Okay, yeah. And he just goes around trolling people in that in the most like deadpan voice. <laughs> so it's not like he's not being aggressive, 
but the guy like nobody catches on to what he's doing and then rob's like you have to watch his second life stuff and so the second life stuff is like i'd never really seen second life in action and let me tell you <laughs> those people get really intensive at second life yeah, like yeah. some of them for sure and the best but was just watching him troll this one guy about buying a piece of land and him <laughs> him being like the guy's like well all right you want to buy this piece of land click the box and so the guy's like i, I, don't, I don't see the box and it's like eight minutes of them going back and forth about this box in the most deadpan voice ever. And I was rolling on the ground. And and that's why I respect him so much because anyone could troll. Anyone could jump on and just start cursing someone out to get a reaction out of someone. Right. He doesn't curse. He doesn't you know make fun of anyone. Nope. He just just talks and he'll just say, no, I can't hear you. you know, just yeah. gets reactions that yeah. way. And it's it's amazing. <laughs> It's, it's really it's, it's artwork i'll show you stuff after it's hysterical uh-huh. well um bobby you've been playing something interesting have i you sure have which game am i supposed to talk about that you, I, I <laughs> well you texted me earlier city skylines that's the one i wanted to hear about okay yeah. so um i i uh, city skylines is a city building simulation game it's it's like sim city you know that, right. would, be, that would be the analog people most people would know um I haven't played a SimCity game probably since SimCity 2000. Like, I've never played a Sims game. Which came out in like 1993 or something that like that. That was probably the last one I played. Yeah. I, and I played some of that because they had it on like loaded on the computers at like my school. You know, that, and so I would play it <laughs> right. like on our like computer lab breaks and stuff like that. Uh, and, but the game I really play, I, I used to play SimCity on the SNES like r- r- ridiculous like you know hours and hours I, I can't even tell you how many hours i put that in as a kid we, we call it skyrim level yeah that's the yeah, that's yeah. the measuring <laughs> stick <laughs> um and uh and so but i haven't played one since then i was very interested when the when ea brought back SimCity a few years ago but before i even just was even in the place to bu- buy it there was like you know all the problems it had it didn't work it didn't it only worked online and then it like crashed and it, it wasn't was working wreck. for weeks and you know you couldn't play offline and you couldn't build big cities all this stuff so i just was like okay i'm not gonna play this game because it's not what i want and uh i heard rumblings about this game and then on uh i saw the quick look on giant bomb and i was like okay this looks like this looks like the kind of game that i, like, I would want to play you know and i'm like uh but i i, I play a lot of games you know i play with my my wife watches me play them and like I was like, we were going through Steam and uh, looking at the games that we had bought that we hadn't played yet, and we tried to play a little bit of Amnesia: Dark Descent. Um, and I just got so stressed out, like in the first like <laughs> twenty minutes of playing, and I was like, I don't want to play this now. This is not the mood that I'm in. And I was like, there's this game I really want to play. It's called City Skylines. It's like SimCity, like, but I'm sure you wouldn't want to watch that. And she's like, No, I like games like that. So we downloaded it, and like we and we started playing it at like three p.m. And like when we looked up, it was dark and it was seven thirty p.m. You know, that, that's the kind of game it is. Um, and it's, you know, if you play SimCity, it's what you would expect, right? It's you're building roads, you're building houses, you're, 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 you're not, you don't build houses, you zone sections of the town for like, this is for residential, this is for commercial, this is for industrial, you know, they, ha- you have to build a, a power supply, you have to build like a water pump, you know, they have to have those kind of sources, you have to run pipes and power lines, it does not stuff sound like, like that. my kind of game. So, but, but this is so much fun. <laughs> uh, and that to me sounds like the kind of thing I try not to think about whilst I'm playing a video mm. game. I can't imagine actually playing a game where I have to worry <laughs> about city planning. Yeah, I mean, but again, like, I, 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 you don't have to, there's no rules to what you're doing except for, like, everybody has to have power, everybody has to have water, and you've got to stay, you, know, you have a certain amount of money that you have, you know, because you're, you're getting, you know, you're, you're getting in money from taxes and, right. and, and businesses that 
that are in your town um and you can spend certain amounts on upgrades and stuff like that you get to like play god and be like "Hmm, you do not get water this week well you could do that but then people are going to leave your town and does not really help you damn you know (laughs) how about if you fence them in fence them in what do you mean with very very large fences so they can't leave you don't build you don't build individual things like that were you the kind of person in the sims where you drown the people in the pool you take the pool ladder out i never played it but probably yeah i do that that's Um, what you like uh you you don't control things on a micro level that way you're not you're not making like individual like you're not controlling what the people build you're just controlling kind of where the people will build it and, and how they will build it okay and so I mean, there's stuff you can do, right, where um, you can – there's there's complicated systems. As you play longer, as your city gets bigger, things get more complicated because you have to start then factoring in, like, okay, so um, we're having – now we're having – we've now we're got, we have, like, 5,000, 6,000 people in the city. The regular, you know, roads aren't cutting it anymore. We need to upgrade the roads. The roads have to be – we need, we need, now we need a, you know, a, a two lane highway instead of a one lane highway, you know, that, that kind of thing. So you have to replace that road with, and it's, I mean, it's easy. It's just like you click the road icon and you just drag it, like you paint it, like, you know, where the road would be and you go, okay. And then, and then it, you know, it, uh, it will re- hopefully resolve itself, you know, and then it's not, and, and, and you get like cues throughout the game. There's like a fake Twitter feed that runs. That's like, you know, uh, you know, I'll, you think we could get clean water here and then we got basic right, but no, you know, it's everything's contaminated and so, so you're like, it's a game where you have to do lots and lots of really boring stuff and people bitch at you for it it's not boring though <laughs> it's so much fun uh because it's just fun to to see what it's kind of it's kind of like a god game in that way where you're like kind of like okay i have this idea in my head of what, what i want to build i'm gonna build it and let's see what happens and it's it's really funny because you know you can you know you, you have the choice you can raise taxes um and so you you, you have to play around with like Okay, so if I raise them from 9% to 11%, everybody's pretty okay. They're not particularly happy, but they'll deal with it. Exactly. You're, you, the definitely influx of people into your town slows down a little bit, but your money's coming in quite a bit, so it, it's like okay. Like, it's okay. If you get it like 12%, 13%, then all of a sudden these little icons are popping up all over like their houses that are like money signs where like, they're complaining that the taxes are too high. So you go back and you adjust the taxes. You know, you can, you can adjust like your budget for stuff. So like, you, you, you know, when you build like your you know, you, when you build your power plant, whether it's, you can either, when you first start the game, you can either build like wind turbines or you can build like a coal power plant. If you build the coal power plant, it produces more power, but, um, it's, it pollutes and it makes people unhappy. So you build, or you can build the wind turbines. So you, you build that stuff. And then once you build it, it kind of just auto sets, like how much money are you paying to like upkeep the power every, every week, you know, um, but you can choose to go in and go, okay, like I, we're overstocked on power right now. Like everybody has power. It's great. Like, you know, my, my thing's all the way, this meter's all the way in the green. I am nothing to worry about. I can probably stand for a couple months to like spend a little less money on like my power system and you just jack the budget down. And then eventually what will happen is like a couple brownouts will happen or like people will start complaining that there's not power. Or people will lose power. And you go, okay, I got to jack it back up again. And you jack it back up again. You can play that kind of game wow. throughout the entire thing and be like, okay, the funny thing is, is like you build a town and like I, I built, I have two cities going right now. One I'm building with Karen, one I'm building on my own. And there's things you just learn as you play the game, which are like, which are fascinating, which is like, there are certain rules. Like you, you build like a fire station, right? And when you build the fire station, every time you build anything, it goes into like a view for that thing. So you're building like power lines and it will show you who's got power and who doesn't. So you know where to drag things so that it's just like, okay, now they have power. When you build a fire station, it like, 
puts this green line on the roads telling you like who's covered by the fire station. Um, And when I first built my first city, I built everything so spread out that I had to build like three fire stations because they just didn't, they couldn't cover, they didn't couldn't cover everything, you know, Um, especially like the, like the industrial section. Right. Cause like you want also, you have to, you have to think about like, okay, so I'm building an industrial section. I can't build it right next to the residential section because it pollutes. Like they give you like a thing, like it will pollute this much. There's a set of rules involved in making this. Well, no, you, I mean, you could. They, they don't give you that set of rules. No, but there no. Are, there are parameters that you need to stick to. Yeah, yeah. Well, Justin, Rob, do you? Is this the kind of game you'd play? I, I've played plenty of these games. Um, I would love to mess around with it. Definitely, yeah. by all means, Justin. I'm interested in it. Um, I was interested in uh, the last Sim game that mm. came out, but it was such a disaster. Yeah. My only thing is like. I get the building, I get all the planning and stuff, but like, what's the end game? Like, you're building the city and you're building the city up mm. and further back. At what point do you be like, there's nothing left for me to do? Like, is there a certain goal? Like, mm. does the city live on after you walk away? Like, or does it only now switch back on when you when you re uh, when you restart the game? Oh, like, you mean like, like, is it going on when you're not playing? Yeah, when you're going on when you're not playing, or even even aside from that, like. What's the end goal for like the city? Like, are you building just to see like how big in the city can get? Or do you have like another goal in mind with it? I mean, the goal of the game is I I, I don't know that the top goal like what the top city is called or whatever, but like you're trying to build your city up to a certain level. Like you're trying to build up to like a metropolis, like you know, like a new like a Manhattan or something okay. like that. And I think that's kind of like the the, know, like, yeah. the there, end game of it all. Is there like I'm just asking because I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Is there like a leaderboard or something that like shows like no, these are not- the biggest cities that are like running at like like perfect uh like perfect harmony or anything like that no they, they don't have any sort of like integration with anybody else well rob actually just found a really interesting article yeah i saw it online a couple of days ago um mm. someone recreated all of los santos yeah GTA and cities uh god city skylines yeah right? and it looks like exactly yeah yeah. See, again, it's another it's example of like taking one game and using it in a way that's interesting like, and unique. I'm definitely interested to try it because I remember, I mean, my, my only exposure to The Sims was probably Sims 2000. It was like in the very early, early 90s. And I played it at, it's actually Chuck. Uh, Chuck is infamous, one of the listeners of the show and a friend yeah. of mine. It was at his house and I ended up playing on his PC for like 15 minutes. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is kind of neat. That's it. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I've always been like kind of intrigued by these type of games, mm-hmm. and I've been hearing great things about Skyline. So it's something that I definitely want to check out. My yeah. attention span is too short for it. I think I'd really enjoy it at first. I'd get sucked in. And there always comes a certain point with these games where I decide I need to like blow something up. Like, or how kill can I kill the most <laughs> amount of people? <laughs> exactly. What can I do to really fuck this up now? Can I have an asteroid come and level this city? <laughs> exactly. I just lose concentration. Uh, I mean, there's a problem. few things in this. Like, first of all, the mod support for the game is great. Like you mentioned the GTA Los Santos thing. Like you you can go on onto like the Steam Workshop and be like, I want my landmass to be San Francisco and it will give you like the exact landmass of San Francisco Excellent. to so build, build off on of, that. Build on that, you know. Um you, they also people have built their own <laughs> buildings, people have built their own like cuz the other thing too is you're unlocking like special buildings. It's like, you know, you can build like like, you know, a, a, a landmark as as your population goes up. Interesting. Um, but it's so funny because you, you start saying things like, all right, now I can build office buildings. Like, it's such a, it's such a funny thing <laughs> right. to get in your head. But, but if, if you think about it, like, the... the it's leveling up. Exactly. It's like yeah. the same thing. It's like, it, it, there's no difference between, like, me clicking on a section and a house being built or me clicking on something and 
someone dying. You know, it's like the same yeah. mechanism yeah. Exactly. when, when, it, You're when it comes to... You're still trying to get bigger and better. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But what it does is it plays on that part of, of like, I, I think that it depends on whether you like this stuff in games or not, though, but like the management aspect of any game, you know, like buying property in Skyrim and building oh, a house. you have no idea how many hours I put into that particular deal. Exactly. <laughs> so it's like the same yeah. sort of deal. You know, it's like, right. it's like how much do you like it's because it's, it's the thing about it. It's like pure systems, right? That's, that's that's what it is. It's it's taken away all of the other stuff, and it's just like here are the pure systems of mm-hmm. building something. And uh, you know, it's fun to learn stuff. It's fun to learn like like I had that problem with the fire station thing. So the next time I build the city, I was like, okay, like I'll build the roads closer together, and also connect the roads more. Right. Because if there's like you know if you build like a, a grid type of thing, or or a loop, if you put a road in the middle of the loop. All of a sudden, it's easier for coverage to happen yeah. throughout yeah. throughout the entire thing, um, which is so great. It's a, it's a good one in general, like for I'm this having style a fantastic time. Yeah, great time. It's only thirty bucks um, on, on Steam. I will say the one thing that it, it lacked that SimCity always had was there's no natural disasters that happen. Oh, I hated those. And I know, but it was like always like a really exciting thing that happened because it because right. what does it, it would it would change your like your status quo when you're building a city. So you'd be building. Okay, I have this plan. I'm gonna do this. Something would happen, and then it would be like almost like a new game in a way like not everything right. would be destroyed but you know if you if you were unlucky your power plant would go into meltdown or something because like you would get it, it, but right. you know you might lose a, a, a block two couple blocks and you have to like figure out like how to reconnect power and... yeah it kind of makes it a little more dynamic yeah, yeah. exactly exactly the, the whole monster attack was my least <laughs> yeah. favorite monster attack it was like a, yeah. a godzilla type yeah. creature that yeah. comes oh, that down and yeah. trucks through the city yeah see um, that kind of thing i'd find interesting <laughs> yeah that would be fun one of the things you can do too is you can you can create districts like in your city. Like when you start with your city, you have like one block that they give you. And then once you start upgrading your city, you can now buy other blocks of land. And I think up to, up to like nine or 10 blocks, which is ridiculously huge. I mean, it's giant. Um, and you can set districts in, in your city so that you can tax things differently. So you can create, di- yeah. So you can create like a farming district. And, and what will happen as well is whenever you build like a commercial zone for commercial, the, the agriculture industry will be the thing that gets built there because you zoned it as a farming thing. But like, you know, I built like a beachside, like t- section of town and I, I district it and I raised the taxes in the beachside. Yeah, it's funny. I just realized with you saying that I have played this style of game in one way. I got really, really obsessed at one point with The Simpsons tapped out. <laughs> I built a massive Springfield. <laughs> like it was gigantic. Mm-hmm. I was so proud of it. So yeah, I, I got obsessed with that. And I was the same. I was like, I can buy more land. I have enough money. Yeah. And, like, and I was making like rows and rows of houses mm-hmm. and little residential areas. Mm-hmm. And, oh, yeah. So this is that. Yeah. I guess On a I have bigger scale. It. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> uh, it also scratches the same as like civilization scratches for me. Civilization is one of those games where like, if I play it, it's just game over. Like I, I'll show, I'll show up and I'll, my, my huge beard will be back because <laughs> I will not have moved because I just play right. it over and right. over. It's that one more, one more turn yeah. type of, you That's know, cool. feeling. It's intriguing. Yeah, it's my well, uh, it's my game of the year so far. Oh, I'm not sure it's better than Rayman, but... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, Rob, since we talked briefly about GTA, you have a funny story for us, right? Which uh, I was listening to as it happened. Well, yeah, you got you got the beginning part of it. Yes. Um, it, it turned into something really cool, though. Awesome. Um, so obviously when you go into GTA Online, you're, you're bound to face people that, that just want to grief you and kill you and destroy all of your cars um and just make your experience kind of terrible so that that kind of happened last night i logged in uh a whole bunch of people were were doing some of the destiny runs so i was like i'll just play a little gta and 
jump in the chat room and, mm-hmm. and talk with everyone. Yeah. So I pulled out of my garage, and the first thing I see is a huge tank with its turret pointed <laughs> right at the garage. And <laughs> like one second it took for him to pull the trigger, and I'm done, dead. Right. So it's my vendetta now to <laughs> kill this person. <laughs> yes. Uh, and it, it was kind of, it was just a, one huge cat and mouse chase. He was coming at me with the tank. I set like a trap with a whole bunch of bombs. So when he turned the corner, it took him out. Then he went and got his chopper and I was kind of going in and out of the alleys. And then it was a whole like homing missile uh, <laughs> battle. And then it kicked me out of the session. So I got disconnected. And it was like right after he had killed me twice in a row. So I was like, oh, he's going to think I just like quit because <laughs> I was pissed. Right. So I went out of the, you know, went onto the main menu and I remembered his, uh, his PSN name. And I sent a message, and I was like, you know, that was fun, uh, good shooting. And he messaged me back, and he was like, oh, thanks. Um, you know, I've been trying to find people to do heists with, but everyone keeps dropping out, like mid-heist. Right. So I was like, oh, well, you need help? And he was like, yeah. And uh, I jumped in a chat with him, and he wound up being from Jersey. It was yeah. funny. Uh, and we did the first heist together, and it was... Oh, know, that's fantastic. Oh, totally, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so he was really cool about it. He was like, you know, you're the first person that that's ever, like, messaged me you know and not not said something like offensive (laughs) uh maybe you shouldn't have had tanks outside of people's houses (laughs) no i know i know but still i want to be friends with you the second you exit your home i'm going to kill you with a tank yeah but i have mixed messages i have the chance to i could just be in passive mode and that's that's the good thing with that is that you are able to just go in passive mode and Uh and just go around do your thing and i have to worry about that yeah but i i don't mind if i you know, if someone blows me up, they're paying for my car. It's not right. like I'm paying, you know, mm-hmm. losing money. I played a little of uh, GTA Online with Hugh. Oh, did you? Yeah, it was it was funny because he gave me the same advice. He's like, we'll just go into passive mode and then we haven't got to worry about other people. Uh-huh. So I'm thinking other people I haven't got to worry about. And we play for a bit and he takes me around so we can get clothes and I can join his little crew. Uh-huh. We finish playing. I go on Twitter and there's a screenshot of my <laughs> character with my back to his character picking out a mask while he's standing there flipping me the bird. That's amazing. <laughs> so I didn't even know he was doing and that. And the tweet said, I'm with stupid, right? Yes. <laughs> that's exactly what he tweeted. <laughs> you know, we've gotten requests to stream the heists. Oh, we should do it. It's very amusing, that game, I must say. You're going to be a getaway driver, right? Well, you guys oh, have to get to... I am the worst driver in the history of driving. I Although, I thought I was bad at driving until he was like, hey, let's go do the jet one. That was uh, that was basically thirty seconds of me screaming. I'm upside down. I'm upside down. What's going on? Then we died, and Hugh was like, "Well, we should probably just go do a different one then." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, flying the planes it, it does take a lot of time to get used yes. to. Yes, so. they went so fast, and then I was upside down. I didn't know which way to push the stick, and it's I like driving. Just nose diving. Yeah. It's like everyday driving for you. <laughs> it really is. We're going it's, too fast. We're upside down. It's What's terrifying. going on? That very first, I went and did the first couple of missions in just regular GTA, and you have to go get the car and deliver it. And that thing was like missing three quarters of its of everything. By the time I arrived, it was like not even moving properly. And the guy was like, "Hey, it's fine." Worst driver ever. But everyone will get to see that. I know, it's going to so be great. it's great. I'm no <laughs> better, so it's fine. We'll definitely do it. You guys just have to get to level 14. I have to still get the game. All right. I'll, I'll get Hugh to... 12 or 14. Yeah, run it's me through a few more missions. It's 12, yeah. If okay. you can bear it. I almost, I almost buckled this weekend and got it. Yeah? Yeah. It's it's killed all of my other games. It's only because... I, it's honestly because of Hugh. Because yeah. I would see him playing. I'm like, he's having a lot of fun. Yes, but, it's, is. but this is the thing. Like I, I, I see it. I'm like, maybe I should buy it. And then I have that moment where I'm like... 
you try this every time. Every time with GTA, you have your. I have this thing in my brain. I always say it like, it's not for me. Like I, I know it's a great game. It's not for me. And then I get like sucked in by like watching people play it or seeing stuff about it. Did you it? Just try exactly the online the stuff? I don't remember. No, I never tried the yeah. online That's stuff. That's the thing. I did exactly the same as you. I've, I've bought the last two GTAs, played them for like an hour and was like, this is just not my game. Mm. I've talked about it on the show. Mm. Not my thing. But the experience of going in and doing all these ridiculous, stupid, ludicrous things with your friends mm. and laughing about it is really what makes it I, better. About a week and a half ago, we had Hugh and I had done something and... There was a 10-minute stretch at the end where we were, like, I, I was about to die from laughter. <laughs> it was the hardest I'd probably laughed in, like, the last five years. He was crying. Oh, yeah. People, like, friends, like Andy, joined you guys, and then they came back and were like, I don't know what's going on over there. They, they thought we were great. We couldn't talk. He jumped into our party. He's like, I couldn't understand anything that was happening. They were screaming. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. I, I felt scared, and I left. Let's go play Helldivers. Uh-huh. It took us 10 minutes to compose ourselves. It was yeah. probably one of the funniest things that's exactly. ever happened to And there's been some game. great stories that have come out of that. Uh-huh. So, yeah, I definitely, you know, I, I, I enjoyed my time. I just want to put a bit more into it. That's the only reason I haven't bought it, because I, every time I've done it, I've, I've gone to it with the best faith possible <laughs> to play it. And then right. I, I, and I get farther. Like I, I, GTA 5, I think I put in like five or six hours. And it's just one thing where I was like, this is not like for me. And it, But again, like it, that I think is more like tone and theme of those stories yeah. and that world, yes. I yeah. think. That's my problem. More than like yeah. the... Um, more the action, than the actual yeah. physical act of playing like the, game. the game. The game is good. It's, yeah. It looks good. It yeah. plays well. It's it's yeah. fun. But yeah, my my problem has always been exactly the same thing. Thematically, it's just not something I'm interested in. Yeah. But yeah, I, I mean, and I hate have... driving in those games. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> yeah. I hate it. Well, you're not gonna like it anymore in this one. So no, but if it's like a silly thing, then I'm okay with that. You know, it's like yes, I, I hate it in the t- context of the games because I hate like the got to keep up with this person that oh, those God, missions yeah. are the missions Although that make you've me gotta get it you've got to get it there in good condition that is not happening I'm, just, I, I'm okay with doing that oh i just i got stuck between a wall and a lamppost at one point <laughs> for like five minutes i can figure out i just had to keep pressing the accelerator yeah. until eventually i inched out yeah it's just it's not good i can't wait <laughs> i can't wait to play with you that's gonna be hilarious <laughs> yes uh well justin and bobby have both been playing same game this week as well. I've been playing a lot of things. Hotline Miami? But I did start Hotline Miami. Well, he's been playing two. I've been playing one. I'm playing one. Remember, I told you I had a, I had a re- revelation. Yeah, that's what week. I've been waiting to... Yeah. I thought you were playing two. No, I was playing one. So tell I've me. Never beaten, I haven't beaten one. My revelation was this. And I, this revelation happened like overall with 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 uh, a certain genre of games. Um, same thing with Helldivers in some ways with me. Like, I like the depowerment. Like... Stuff that they that has become a very in vogue thing in games, right? Uh, it's definitely started by Dark Souls, uh, but like this whole like you're just gonna die a lot, and like you're not, you're it's just gonna happen a lot. You know, that's like that's the you know the the, the aim of this game is to punish you. It's kind of like the the thing, right? Um, and there is some there's some satisfaction in that, right? Because when you when you finish it, you feel really good about it because you've done it, right? Yeah. But I came to realization the other day, like I was like when I was playing Hotline Miami, I was like, why? Because I loved rogue legacy right uh, i really like spelunky i like dark Souls, so i like I, I like these games where you die and you have to kind of do things over again type of thing the thing i realized about hotline miami where it just it just doesn't fit in my brain is that when you die in hotline miami you just wasted your time <laughs> like that that's basically what happened um and it's part of it because you're learning you're supposed to learn right every time you're yeah. supposed to learn but there, it's just those times where like you get down to like the last guy and you just hit the button like a little bit too late and, and he, you know, shoots you or hits you with his pipe or whatever and you die. And I'm like, I just spent 
maybe 10 minutes doing this and I got nothing to show for it. You know, like when you die in Rogue Legacy, you keep your experience, you know. Yeah. Blunky, you're, you're working towards opening up areas. And once you open up an area, you can get back to that area, like, immediately. You don't have to redo the first area again. Um, Dark Souls, again, you're getting experience and you're leveling up. And as long as you get back to your body, you're not you're not losing, really, anything if you die. Um, so with Hotline Miami, I realized, I was like, I, I remember, because it's the other thing where I play, like, a chapter or two chapters or basically a chapter. And I'm like, okay, I can't play this anymore right now. I have to put it down, you know. Um, and I realized, I, today I was like, this weekend, I was like, you know, I'm just going to. It's not that long of a game. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna play through. It, I'm gonna beat it, and I beat the whatever chapter I was on, and I hadn't played it in like months. You know, probably six months or something like that. And it was like, oh, chapter six, and I was like, how many chapters are in this game? And I looked, and it's like twenty-two chapters. I was like, nope. <laughs> it's a long game. Yeah, and uh, and that's really what I, what kind of, I, what kind of came into my brain this right, right? Because I was, I kept trying to figure out like why when the, all these other games that kind of do the similar thing click with me. Why doesn't this game do that same thing with me, you know? Because it's not the act of playing. Because I like, I kind of like playing it. You know, I like the, I like when you get in like that, that rhythm with the music and you're like, okay, you know, the, the beats thumping and you're, you're killing people with doors and you're shooting people. Like, I like that, that feeling. It's just that I realize like if I play it for 20 minutes and then I die, I might as well have just like shit that 20 minutes down the toilet. But that was the thing for, <laughs> that's the thing about Hotline Miami is I can't remember there being a level that took 20 minutes. They like, all take me like that long. Oh, like, yeah, see, I, yeah. I, for me it was, uh, I really liked Hotline Miami 1. Yeah. Uh, and I, I beat it and I was like, I want to play more of this and so I turned around and played it on hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for like, you're getting through, like for me it was like, you're just getting through the levels like, there's like, all right, I have on, on this floor, I have 10 guys to kill mm-hmm. and then it was just kill them as fast as possible because I found that being uh, there was, like, two ways you could play it. You could play it methodically, or you could play it like, I just took a whole bunch of acid, and let's go. <laughs> and there are people that I've talked to who said, like, I played it like I was on acid. Like, mm-hmm. I, right. I just, it was just, like, I lost myself in the game, and then when I looked up, it was like everyone was dead. Mm-hmm. But I liked to play it, like, like methodically in a way where I had a plan, mm-hmm. and then every time I executed the plan, I executed it just a little bit better, a little bit better. And then it, as you go through that, like, the first four or five runs in the level, you're like, okay, every time you see a new area, you're like, okay, I, what's going on here? die started all over again and then now you know like this guy's gonna do this this guy's gonna do this this mm-hmm. guy's gonna do this get through that and now you're back up to the, the same part so i don't know i i mean and again this this is not a critique of the game no no, no. It, it's personal you know, yeah it's personal experience this was like a, a dawning a revelation that i had this week and right. while i was playing it you and me have a serious issue on what a hard game looks in like in my bed it's not about being hard because i like hard games you know um and like i said like spelunky's really really hard it's a really hard game um, the the Souls games are difficult, you know, uh, and and so it's not the difficulty level because I know that's what I'm like I know I'm prepared for that, right? Yeah. That's what I'm going in for. It's not like in other games where you hear me bitch about like it got really hard, like that's because I'm it's uh, my brain isn't I'm not expecting it, yes. So it bothers me, right? This I'm expecting it, so it's not the difficult, it's not the difficulty level. It's just I, I guess it's the again none of it's none of the rewards you get in any game are real anyway, but like it's that feeling of like. I didn't get anything for for going through this and doing most of it and then dying. You, you know? know, a lot of it in Hotline, uh, the first one was the masks. Yeah, yeah, and I know. The masks I, yeah. play yeah. a big deal on that, and finding some of them really helped you clear levels quickly. I, I bet, yeah. Like, I, the one I used in the first one all the time, I forget which mask it was, but it was like, your punches are lethal. Yeah. So I would just run around just punching people in the face, not even using any weapons, and then you're just, like, racking up a big, like, multiplier. Yeah. The hard thing in that game was getting, like... 
uh, the, like the A pluses or whatever, which right. is like insanely difficult. Yeah. Well, you said you enjoyed Hotline Miami one. Yeah. So I've been playing two. I'm right. Very excited for two to come out. Two is really hard. They like <laughs> that's they what I heard. Up, yeah, they that's what stepped I heard. it up in a but big way. But is it way. more the same or is it's it... definitely more the same? It's more Hotline Miami. I, okay. It's it actually the first time I was playing it, it was making me a bit dizzy. And the best way for me to explain this is, um, you know, it's a top-down game, and the outskirts of the level are all, like, one static neon color. It could be pink, it could be fuchsia, it could be blue, it could be whatever. And then you're looking at the building you're in from a top-down perspective, and right. you could see all the doors in the rooms, but it stayed still. At least I, I, at least I remember it staying still. In two, it kind of shifts with you, so the building looks like it's moving a bit. Every time you enter, like, a new room or change your direction, the building slightly shifts so you're at this frantic pace, and at first it was weird. It was making me like a little bit queasy. Like I'm looking at the like I have to be looking at this wrong, or maybe I was just too tired to be playing that night. So I put it down. I picked it back up, and I was like, okay, it's not bothering me anymore. But what's really difficult about the game now is you get killed from off screen a lot. Mm. They've added a function where it allows you to like look ahead. So oh, like you, your okay. your vision will eventually cut off. Uh, but you can hold L2, and then you could, like, look around the whole map so and kind of get an of, idea. So it's kind of a little cheap, but they're giving you the mechanic to be yeah. able to see what's the coming. The problem is I'm not using it enough because, like, I'll clear out, like, eight eight guys. The levels are bigger. Yeah, there are yeah, more guys. Yeah, and that all of a sudden there's a shotgun blast from off the screen, and it's like, all right, I'm dead, and all of that counted for nothing. Let's do it again. Right. Uh, the music in the game, amazing. Yeah, the mu- Hollow Miami <laughs> music is awesome. The yeah. first one is awesome. Uh, the music's really good. Um, I'm liking it. I'm like three chapters in. Um, not even three chapters. I take that back. Second chapter, and there's like acts in the chapters. Mm, okay. So I'm going to go the third one. What's interesting about this one is you're playing as different characters. And I'm not up to it yet, but I know there's characters that you can get through in a whole level without killing anybody. Interesting. So I'm going to be interested to... That seems like the exact opposite of Hotline Miami. Yeah, I know. <laughs> which is which is like throwing some people off. Yeah. Um, right. There are some characters that do, um, like, I, I guess have different traits than other characters. Yeah, that's what I said. I yeah. red characters. Like, certain characters can't maybe pick up weapons. Mm-hmm. I'm not up to that part yet. Uh, I'm enjoying my time with it. It's just I played so many games this week that I haven't really been able to focus on one single mm-hmm. thing. Right. Well, what else? I played, like, 15 minutes of Lords of the Fallen and threw it out the window. <laughs> I don't think I'll ever play a Dark Souls don't, game. You play the inferior version of those games. <laughs> if it's the inferior version and I absolutely hated everything about it, I'm never going to like those games. But I'm still going to try. But that doesn't Bloodborne. make any sense. If it's the inferior version of those games. It's, but it, it's the inferior, <laughs> it's it's the inferior okay. version because supposedly it made it much more simple. Oh, yeah. You know, I know. No, that I, that I understand. But I, yes, it did make it simpler. But I mean, part of the Dark Souls thing, right, is, is like the is the obtuseness of it in the way that it's like because it, it is very frustrating sometimes, but part of it is like you you want to figure out what's going on. You know what I mean? And I feel like Lords of the Fallen takes away that part of it, you know, where it makes it more straightforward about like what you're going, what you're doing. And that takes and then it's just purely like running up against a wall. You know what I mean? Instead of running up against like a veil of black smoke that you can't get through. Like that's what yeah. it, you know, for um, me. It was the uh, the movement and the combat mm-hmm. like. Even I know Lords of the I was drawn to Lords of the Fallen because it was supposedly faster. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm more of and I've said this before. I'm more of like the hack and slash, Devil May Cry, mm-hmm. God of War type gameplay than the methodical mm-hmm. plotting Dark Souls types. Yeah. Never, never been into it. So I started the game, and I'm like, this, this seems bad. Like, just does not seem for me. And I got to the first boss. I'm like, I'll, I'll throw myself at, at hard challenges mm. over and over again, but like, I, I'm not going to throw one that I just I'm not interested in. Like, mm. I'm playing. If just you're not to play. enjoying it, then yeah. What's but the like, point? it's just, it's like, all right, I want to throw up my shield to 
block, and now I'm going to hit R1, and Jesus Christ, will you just swing your big hammer? And it's and that was the fast attack. <laughs> and I was just like, I, I, I tried for like 15, 20 minutes, and I'm like, I'm just not having any fun. Like, this is not what I want to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, based on that, I honestly think that you will not enjoy Bloodborne. Bloodborne. But the reason, the only reason that I'm like, I'm intrigued by Bloodborne yeah. is it's the, the co-op idea of co op. And like, if perhaps if I was with somebody else, yeah, like that wouldn't be as bad. But being by yourself, it's like I'm not enjoying this in any aspect. Yeah. Perhaps if I was with somebody, we could be sharing a story, we could be doing something together, yeah, yeah. and it's like, oh, okay, we took this big dude down together. Yeah, and whether or not I did any of it correctly, maybe you did it all correctly, <laughs> yeah. and we're gonna get through it on your shoulders. You're still not enjoying mine. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, the thing about Bloodborne is Bloodborne is gonna be uh, faster than yeah. those other games. You're gonna have a wep- a, a projectile weapon, which is totally new um, for the series. And also you can't block. Which I think I would like much better because in these other games where it's like, God, I don't ever block. Oh, ever. Uh, That's why I'm bad at fighting games. I don't ever block. Well, you watched it one day. We streamed it when we played dark souls. I was, (sighs) I was like, you had fun though watching it. Yeah. It was a lot of fun to watch, but I was like, you got to shield up, sword out, walk like that's what that you got to do you know yeah and then we're walking and i'm like i guarantee you there's a guy right behind this corner he's gonna jump right out of me if i go if i just w- walk by and then what i was like jackie i'm gonna play this game like you play like a normal game and i'll show you how quickly i die and i just every corner i ran around there was like yeah a guy jumping out of me killing yeah, absolutely. me absolutely and there's that one time i had like that you i like aggroed like a couple of guys and i was like i can run as far as i want as i want away they're gonna keep chasing me and then a point where there was like 10 guys like, that's, just chasing that's me. The and that's, I'm the same as Justin with those games. Is I don't want to fight strategically. I want to have a big sword, swing it hard, and take you down and move on. And you can't do it in those well, games. You, no, you can. But not initially. Like The problem I had with the first Dark Souls, I said this before on the yeah. show, but I go through the first like foggy doorway or whatever mm-hmm. oh, it yeah, is, yeah. and I'm above... In a, in oh, a the asylum demon. I, yeah, but I'm yeah. above and I'm on a ledge and I'm looking down and I get that prompt on screen. <laughs> yeah. It's like something about R1 to do like a, a, yeah. a drop. R- like, R1L1, you do the, you do yeah, the, the down. Yeah, to like thrust. drop down. Mm-hmm. I'm looking down and there's this big fat dragon down there. I'm like, huh, all right. So if I did, I didn't have long enough to think if I press R1. It jumped up, twatted <laughs> me off the shelf and I was dead. And I was like, I twattered know. me? I was gonna let it go. I was gonna let it go. I looked over at Rob and I was like, "Really? You just gotta let him go." Yeah, yeah. So I didn't even get a chance to think about what I was gonna do. So yeah, I, I'm not a fan of those style of games. So I stopped playing that, and a couple of months ago, PSN had a sale um, where they were just discounting like a ton of games, mm-hmm. like they do. And uh, there was this game, Shadow Warrior. Oh yeah, I saw a, you playing that. I was like, "What the?" Was- yeah, it was like it was. It's a retail game. It, if you go into Best Buy right now, yeah. it's forty bucks, and they were selling it for six bucks. Yeah, and I was like, nah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And then I watched a couple reviews of it, and it got like sevens or whatever. And it was like, this game's really dumb, mm-hmm. but you should play it because it's really dumb gotcha, yeah. and it's actually kind of fun when you're mm-hmm. playing it. So I was like, all right. So I downloaded it, left it, left it in the hopper for a while, mm-hmm. and uh, the other day I was like, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna go play it. Maybe I'll, I'll have it done by the time Hardline comes out. So I go to play it, and I boot it up, kicks me out of the application. I'm like, okay, let's try this again. Six times in a row, couldn't even get to the title screen, just kept kicking me out of the application. Mm. It's like, fantastic. So I go online for, let's see, anybody else having this issue? Some people are having the issue. They're like, I'll try downloading it, uh, deleting, redownloading. Mm-hmm. Okay, do that, same thing. Go to PlayStation Help. They're like, if you've replaced your hard drive, please reinstall the original hard Okay, oh, that's it. Oh, no. So I'm like, let me try playing this game offline. 
Offline works perfectly. Interesting. Can't play it online unless I can't even get to the title screen. If mm. I go offline, go back online to see what, like the trophy, like all right, what trophies have I unlocked? Mm. Immediately closes the application. Weird. So can't play it online. So Shadow Warrior is a remake, not a remake. It's like a reimagining of an old arcade mm. uh, arcade game. And I, I thought it was really cool. While you're in the title screen, it just starts playing the arcade version in front of oh, you that cool. you can watch. I was like, oh, that's a neat little thing. So the graphics on the cutscenes look like something out of PS2, like a PS2 era game. Like actually not even PS2. Like when you went to the arcade and you were like playing like Jurassic Park, yeah. it kind of looks like that. In right. a way. Like a little bit of a spiffed up version. I yeah. was like, man, yeah. this is something. So your character's name is Lo Wang. And he's trying to get the sword. There's demons. There's a whole thing. It's a first person game, right? It's a first person game. Yeah. And you can use uh, sword or guns. Mm-hmm. Combat is actually really fun you know you have all these different attacks you could do and you're beheading things cutting things off you could very easily switch to a gun they grade you after every combat scenario the game is like just dumb as a train wreck <laughs> uh basically your guy's name is wang mm-hmm. like low wang and uh after combat and the scenarios he'll be like oh, i guess i was too much wang for them nice so you could just imagine i like it he has a wang <laughs> cave it's brilliant I mean, it's everything's tongue-in-cheek mm-hmm. But they were right. Like, I'm enjoying the combat. The mm. combat's actually a lot of fun. You just walk around slashing things, trying to get perfect scores. Um, so, like, I'm just – I'm, like, four levels in. Cool. And it's just a dumb, fun game. <laughs> and then last night I started Battlefield Hardline. Yes. Yeah, I want to hear about this. Uh, it was fun. Now, you haven't started the single-player campaign, no. right? And from what I've heard into... about the single-player campaign, it sounds like a train wreck of epic proportions <laughs> that I can't wait to try. <laughs> oh, right. Um, but you jump straight into online. I just tr- jump straight into online. That's where some of our friends were. So mm-hmm. that's what I was going to do. And uh, and you'd already played it in the we played beta the, version, right? Uh, like came we out. played the beta version. Yeah. And I was having fun with that. Rob was waiting for Rob to pick it up. I like it a lot. And well, the uh, beta. Well, we played this. We played. Uh, I mentioned during the beta, there's that mode where you're instead of capturing points, you're capturing cars yeah, and yeah. running around hot and wire. trying hot wire and trying to uh, keep keep in the car for the points. It's a great mode. I, I like it a lot. The first three times we played it, we played on this stage called – oh, God. I can't, I can't remember the name of it. It's basically in a bayou. Bayou. Whatever's down bayou. south. Bi- bayou? Bayou. Thank you. Wow. Sorry. Like 15 different versions of It's in the Scott Bayou. Yeah. Bayou. Bayou. Whatever. Chivalry. Chivalry. Just say swap. Sometimes I sit Just, down and look at that yeah. shirt, and I'm like, chivalry. I still can't say it. Just say swamp. In a sw- basically yeah. it's in the swamplands mm. and there are <laughs> alligators the swamplands like, you're even walking by and there's alligators coming out of the water and it's right. like oh this is interesting and we just played that level like three times in a row just by chance and i can't drive for anything in that level because i never know if there's going to be water that's going to sink the car three feet in right. front of me we played a little bit of that uh we played a little bit of uh like Big Team Conquests mm-hmm. or like Big Conquests. So the 64 player? So. Yeah. Uh, and then there is a smaller version of that, mm. which we played a decent amount of where there's only three capture points. And um, it's more Battlefield. Uh, I mean, they've changed some things here and there. They changed the name of classes and whatnot. But it, it's your basic Battlefield. Uh, you're earning money instead of experience. And then you use that money to buy stuff. Um, you get... I don't know, like, I'm leveling extremely fast. Mm. I, I got to level 12 last night in, like, less than two hours. Interesting. Um, but there was this one moment in one of the maps where it was, like, it was, like, I was, I was having a battlefield moment. And I'm sitting at uh, one of the bases try, trying to take this enemy base. And it's at a mansion. So there's one base by the helipad, one base inside the mansion, and one base on the front lawn. 
So we're over by the helipad. We're trying to take it, and there is, like, a maintenance shed. And so, the, like, three or four of our teammates, we were actually playing with Cat Andrew, uh, one of the listeners of the show, who's just started playing with us recently, and a couple other friends, Andy, Alan. And they're outside this little thing, and I'm inside, and there's, like, a battle going on. And now this thing doesn't fit many people. And we ended up with all of us in there plus another person. <laughs> so now there's five guys in this little in room. In a small shed. And now there's, like, a firefight going outside outside inside and they're we're just going back and forth and i'm the class that's reviving people so i'm just slamming <laughs> like morphine packs into people to get them back up or adrenaline packs right to get them back up and there's grenades like i'm just getting points 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 and we're fighting over this point because every time one of us dies they start taking it back then i revive them then it, we're at a standstill somebody dies we start taking it so we do that for like it feels like five minutes. In actuality, it's probably like 35 seconds until yeah. we actually succeed. We kill all of them. We go outside. We take out some more guys. We start taking the points, uh, the, the base. I'm throwing down health packs. People are throwing down ammunition. We capture the base. We move on. That felt like Battlefield. Right. And that's like the fun part of Battlefield to me is being able to um, use the different classes in a way that helps out your teammates to go around using communication to take these points and to shoot people in the face. So it has like all the good points that you enjoy about that series. Is there anything that it's lacking? Not that I, not that I've seen yet. Like I've only played two hours. I haven't played all the modes. Uh, the servers were good. It was working. It was working. Uh, we got bounced out of two matches. Okay. That's, I mean, that's whatever two matches, two or three matches, but like I didn't notice any of the other problems. Battlefield has been having rubber banding, Weird lag issues, nothing like that. We just got booted out of a few matches. Right. Um, I I know on the Xbox version, uh, EA said they were having like DDoS attacks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we didn't. Ex- I don't think we experienced anything like that. Like one of the modes, like we when we got bounced out, we were like, all right, let's try and play Hotwire again, and mm. it was just like no servers found. We were like, all right, let's try a different mode, and then it worked. Gotcha. Right. So it'll be getting better. Um, any like uh, performance issues? I, I heard some people saying there were some frame frame. Rate I didn't issues. notice any frame rate okay. drops. Um, nothing that I played, and it, the game. You know, um, Battlefield games usually look spectacular. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even on the consoles, they look great. Um, this one's nothing to write home about. That's what I heard, too, yeah. It's, uh, you know, it, it looks good, but I'm not really paying attention to the surroundings because yeah. usually yeah. Yeah. there's somebody trying to kill me. Cause yeah. <laughs> there are a lot of people in these matches, and you're never alone for any amount of time. Right. Yeah. That's cool. Well, we're going to uh, move on from our what we've been playing to bobby has a little bit of news nintendo related oh. news <laughs> you were like i do yeah i was like i do have news <laughs> i was about to like start screaming yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so uh nintendo uh big announcement uh this week i actually should get up the exact details uh, of it um but they announced that they're starting a uh partnership with a japanese uh mobile uh developer to bring nintendo characters to mobile and smart devices uh and they, they, they specifically mentioned, you know, phones, tablets, and possibly also, you know, PC uh, a, a, as well, um, but mostly touchscreen devices. And that they would be developing properties from the ground up, that they would not be just porting existing games over to these platforms. They felt like if they were going to create stuff for these games, for these places, they would need to take advantage of what, what happened with them. Um, in conjunction with that, they also announced that they are um, working on a uh, new console, a new dedicated gaming device, uh, codenamed the NX, uh, which we'll hear about next year. Uh, we don't, you know, really nothing about that at all, except that it will have, it will be a dedicated gaming machine, much like Wii U or 3DS. You know, they're not getting out of making their own hardware and and their their big time IPs. Um, and uh, they also announced that this service that they're, they're assigned with, helping to create a 
overall membership service that will go across all of their devices. Oh, that I didn't hear. Yeah, so it's going to go across like Wii U, 3DS, these these mobile platforms as well, um, and whatever the new thing is. So they haven't really clarified what that means yet, if that's going to be just like a, a reward program, like because Club Nintendo is going away, um, or it's gone now, if this is going to replace that, or if this is actually going to be like a, a subscription an, service, or, an subscription, or just an account-based like Xbox Live, PSN type of situation that actually is a unified account system across multiple platforms that would be helpful yeah because even though you know they did the thing where now like i have my nintendo network id on my 3ds but they really aren't the same thing they're not really the same service so there's you know they don't really link in in that way um for example there was the the donkey kong versus mario game that came out which is cross by it's their first kind of cross by game but you know, it's not as simple as like you buy it on the Wii U and then it's like in your download list on your 3DS. Like you have to like you have to go to like your digital receipt from your Wii U and get like the code that comes with it and then type and then enter it in the 3DS because they're not linked in that way. So hopefully this will be kind of the overall um, linking service for this. Where would you like to see them go with a new console? Um, well, what I think they're going to do, what I hope they do, is I think Nintendo's been spreading themselves too thin. I think that. They they are doing exceptionally well with their handheld platforms. They've always been the best at doing handheld platforms. Um, and, you know, I, I think it's too much for one company to try to put out games for both a handheld platform and a home console platform. Um, because, let's face it, you know, when Nintendo systems, people want to play the Nintendo games on Nintendo systems. They don't – their third parties are not really doing much. So Nintendo, instead of making all of their games for one or the other, right, they have to split their output between – two things um i hope that the next system is a unified system that it's something that you can you know plug into a base station at your house that maybe maybe the base station upgrades the graphics a little bit maybe you know gives it a little extra horsepower so you can play the games a little higher resolution um but you can also take it on the go and play all the same games you know on the go so it's kind of a, a handheld hookup hookup to your tv um in, in some manner of speaking they, there's been rumors of that for a while they've they've, they've kind of they've themselves hinted at it um, I don't know if the technology is there for them yet, if they can do it yet, but I think that is the way that they can really um, do the next thing. Because this Nintendo is great at, right? Is the thing that like they they come up with ways to reinvent themselves, you know, every every few years. Yeah. And this is, I think, the next way they can do it. They go like, this is what sets us apart from from everybody else, and this is why you're going to want to get our system. Because not only are you going to buy, you're going to buy one system, and you'll get the same thing as buying, you know, these two together. For me, I, I would hope that they go. I mean, I, I think it's a good idea, definitely because the 3DS is definitely, mm. especially the new one that just came out. Mm. You know, it, it's the leader on the handheld platform. Yeah. I would want them to go in a direction where they're more in line with the current, you know, the current systems. I want it because they need like they're they're Nintendo. They're always going to have Nintendo games. How much longer are they going to be carry be able to be carried by having two or three games a year? At this point, though, <clears throat> if a third-party game comes out and it's going to be on all three systems, what are you going to buy it for, though? Well, that's the thing is then you're having the – then you're on a level playing field with them, and it's like, oh, you could buy it for Xbox and look at their exclusives, or you could buy it for PlayStation look at their exclusives, or you could buy the exact same console as those two or come play Nintendo games. They win that argument hands down every time. But okay. without those third-party games, it's like, well, you only get to play Nintendo games. You mm-hmm. don't get to play the other AAA third-party yeah. games. Mm-hmm. You bring them to the table, they jump back into the lead, in my opinion. Well, I mean, Rob, you're kind of our Nintendo guy. I think out of all of us, you're definitely the one that plays the most. What do you want to see? Uh, oh, goodness. I mean, 
honestly, their handheld stuff is is what really, really does it for me, especially now. I mean, I could just go back and play any of like my favorite RPGs from back in the days. Um, I still have my old 3DS uh, and my old regular DS, so I could put the cartridge-based games in. But in terms of, of a new system... Uh, honestly, what, what Bobby is saying, if if that happens, like if it's just a one package thing, a, a machine and a portable all in one, you know, just yeah, buy this integration. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to go and buy, you know, like a Vita and then a PS4. If they make it a mandatory pack in, uh, I think it would be huge. They do. They need third party support though, and they need a solid online network. Um, and I hope. I hope that they're just not scared to go full on and and do something like PS4 or right. Sony and Microsoft because they tend to you know look out for the safety of children um and you know that's very respectable um so it, it'll be interesting to see you know yeah, what, whether what they, they can tackle both those things like make it more wide reaching while still kind of appealing to the family section correct yeah yeah the thing about, I'll say about this is that I, I, I just I agree with you, right? If, if if it could be possible that everything would be level and they would get their you would buy up the exclusive against each other, and Nintendo had the same third party games, then I I would agree with you, right? That, that I definitely agree with you. I think their exclusives are better than other people's exclusives, you know. Uh, but the dream of Nintendo having third party support died. 15 years ago. Yeah, because they've always lagged behind the other consoles. That's not true. The N64 was as powerful. It, it, obviously, it was using cartridges, which was behind the times. But the GameCube was the most powerful of those three boxes. You know, so it wasn't really till the Wii era where they were like, yeah, we don't really care about this anymore. Like, let, let's... Let, and they were right. You know, they ended up selling the most in that whole generation. Um, it's, it was a phenomenon, you know. But, uh, you know, they said, like, we'll just make the price low. And we'll say, like, look, your grandma can play. And it yeah. sold them so many <laughs> consoles, you know. Yeah. Uh, be, because... They are. They do have a lot of money, and they have a lot of money saved. But unlike Microsoft and and Sony, they're not a conglomerate, right? Nintendo makes games. That's all they do. They don't have a TV division. They don't have a you know. They don't have. They're not a, a, a international you know multi billion dollar corporation that has their hands in like every single money making pot they can possibly have. They have one thing, and that's we're gonna make games, and that's what we do. You know. Um, they've been making games since like the 1800s when they were making card games and stuff like that. Right there, <laughs> they were a toy maker. You'd be a toy yep, maker. Yep. So, to me, uh, I, 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 what I like Nintendo is when they are, when when they are going and trailblazing and doing their own thing, right? Yeah, like faithful to their own vision. Yeah, their own crazy weird <laughs> vision. Whenever they have it, you know what I yes. mean. Like I have an Xbox, I have a PS4, um, you know, and, and those systems let's face it, are basically the same thing in, in, in most right now, especially there's like no exclusives for either one of those systems. Really? Um, if you're looking for exclusive games, you're, you're kind of shit out of luck on, on both ends, except for one or two yeah. games. Right. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I don't want Nintendo just to be like that other one, you know, it's like, it's the same box, but the only thing, only thing about that is they, they, they blazed their own trail. They're like, they're like, we don't need the third party support. Mm. And the Wii U is dying. Yeah, but they did the same thing with the Wii. But you know? it, it's a, okay. The Wii is like a flash in the pan that they weren't even expecting. They yeah. weren't expecting that thing to sell 
whatever, like how many millions of copies? Yeah, 100 million copies. 100 million copies. Yeah, 100 million, yeah. They were not expecting that. They no. were like, oh, uh. Well, I think they were expecting it, but, you know, that mean not that big, but they were, they, they believed in, in what they, what they were doing or they wouldn't have done like, it. Now they've gone with the Wii U and the Wii U has sold like 10 or 11 million. It's done very poorly for them. It's Absolutely. Super poorly, but what's going to, what's going to differ, uh, differentiate this next Nintendo console from the Wii U if they do not add the third party support. It's going to it's going to just continue unless they do something drastic, it's gonna continue that sinking ship trend that the Wii U is on right now. Mm. They need that third party support in a bad way. Well what I'm what I'm saying is if 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 it's that combined kind of box, right? All of a sudden you're you're looking at if you add the Wii U sales together and the 3DS sales together. Okay, that's a difference. Then it's and then it's a, yeah. a great thing. And that's what I mean. They're splitting their audience base in a lot of ways. Like you know, instead of having like, oh, so this this time around, you know, the Mario team is working on the 3DS game and it'll be a couple more years until they make a Mario Wii U game, you know, now it's just one thing. So make it's like it for the system. They're making it for the system. Yeah. You know, all of a sudden Intelligent Systems, who makes Fire Emblem games, you could play that on your handheld on the go or you can play it, you know, you can you can put in that little base station at your house and play it on your TV if, if, if you want to. Yeah. And if you kind of look at it, and if if this is truly what they're going to do, mm. you could say that when they you know put up their their store with all the old games, mm. uh, and then they put the Wii U out with the little tablet, that it's kind of working towards what this could be. The next one will be you know if it's a console with with a portable thing, yes, and you can go on their their store and they'll have all those old games now, mm. and you know just like Bobby was saying, yeah. you, you could play all the new stuff on either home screen yeah. you know it's it's like if that's what they're going to do they've been working towards it and building that stuff until they could actually make it you know come to fruition right. well whatever they decide to do whether you know they decide to, to try and catch up to the other two consoles and possibly pass them or or create this new thing they got to do something well, like, yeah, they're, they're going to no, yeah. but like whatever this next box is whatever yeah. it's got to be something that is truly yeah Either out outside of what everyone's thinking, that's or a like a big changing. jump forward, it's got to yeah. be a big game changer yeah. because they need that they need that kick in the ass. And that's right what now. they always try to do. I mean, they try to do that with the Wii U, right? They they bet on the fact that everything was going tablet, and this yeah. idea of like yeah, they just missed the point. They just they honest. missed the mark yeah. on it, you know. Yeah. But you know, I would rather them try to do that stuff, like try to innovate on that stuff, um, and, and do what they're gonna do do that and and come up short. Then just be like, okay, here's your box. You know, it has it has eight gigs of RAM. It has this video card. It basically is a but PC. You can play Mario on this. But one. you can play Mario on this one. Yeah. Like it's like like that's fine. And yeah. like I'm not I'm not saying like I would be like I'm out on Nintendo if that happened. I would be cool. That's cool. Like that's that's really nice. Mm-hmm. But being realistic about what Nintendo is, they're always going to be weird. Their online stuff is always going to be like strange. You know, and it's not like that it doesn't work. The Nintendo Network works. But they just they decide to put rules on it that are just weird, you know, yeah. because that's what they do. That's just how they are. So I would rather them do weird stuff because if they try to fit themselves into like the, you know, the PlayStation generation or whatever um, mind frame, I just don't think it's going to I think it will do worse for them because then all of a sudden then they're doing the thing where like we're just trying to be like everybody else, you know, and then it's like yeah. that ends the specialness to me of, of what it is they do. Well, I agree with all your points, but I'm just excited to see what it's actually going to be. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, which could be a while before we actually get it's any It's going to be 2017, probably, before you see yeah. an actual box yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. released. I think they're, they're going to talk about it next year, they said, mm-hmm. and you probably got another year until you, you yeah, see it. exactly. Yeah. All right. We are going to move on to a little bit of uh, listener feedback, like some questions, some emails. 
Um, I am actually going to start this off with a new little thing because I'm hosting and I'm in charge this week. What a terrible idea this was. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I well, warned you guys. Too late. So you did. <laughs> uh, we always ask for emails, tweets, uh, you know, any kind of questions or feedback from you guys. So uh, our listener and friend, Nick, decided to really go full force into this and has been bombarding us all day with ridiculous email questions. So we're going to do a little lightning round. None of you really know what the questions are as such. I am going to ask you the question and you're going to give me your answer. You ready? Lightning round. <laughs> that sounds familiar. Okay. <laughs> I don't say that anymore on the real show, though. You would know that if you listened. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> all right. First one. Hey, everyone. Long time listener, first time caller. Quick question for you. If you could only eat one meal for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, what would it be? Donuts. <laughs> <laughs> that was quick. Donuts are not a meal. Have you had donuts be. before? I've had donuts before. Donuts are like a... Buffalo wings. Dessert. Okay, that's better. All right. <laughs> it's got some protein in it, at least. Uh-huh. Uh, goodness. I don't know. I, I would probably say like chicken of sorts. Just to get the protein. Really, right. really making a bold claim. I'd, I'd go with tikka chicken, masala and chicken a of, of sorts. <laughs> well, you could mine. do lots of different things with chicken. Mm-hmm. Sure, but you, one meal though. One meal. Yeah, one meal, not one protein. <laughs> <laughs> How would you cook that chicken? Yeah, that's all you're gonna do. Yeah. How would you cook that chicken? Okay, so curry then. There you go. Mm. That's two curries. That's all. Yeah, that's a lot of spice every, for every <laughs> meal for every day of your life. Yes, that's true. My dessert would be tums. <laughs> yeah. Bobby, um, roast beef sandwich, Ooh. the pickle, and some chips. <laughs> Very good. All right. Next one. If you are inhuman or a mutant and could only have a lame ability, what would it be? Mine would be the power to always have fresh breath and clean teeth. No more chips to the dentist. <laughs> <laughs> so, Rob, give me a lame superpower. Oh goodness. Uh, not needing to sleep. That's oh. pretty lame. It's you already one, have though. that power. No, I know. But still. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Being blessed with insomnia. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think mine would be super hair. I'd like to be able to have short hair, then long hair, then short hair again. Mine was hair too. <laughs> What's yours? Well, my hair looks good exactly like two times a year because I usually shave it off and then I grow it long. And the, But the problem is like when it's long, it sticks up in like 47 different uh, different directions and whatnot. So like there's a point right when my hair is like, this is good. Stay like this forever. <laughs> if like I could have that it, right? one, like that week of like great hair forever, I so would like choose that. So like permanent hair, just a yes. permanent hair. Don't move. Bobby, lame superpower? The power to always be wearing sweatpants, but everyone <laughs> see them as real pants. Oh, that's perfect. <laughs> The comfort That's of sweatpants, yeah. but you could look spiffy if you had to. A few weeks ago, my boss was out of out of town, and it was just me in the office. I wore sweatpants to work. It was the glorious. <laughs> it was really quite That's glorious. A, yeah. That's very, so lame superpower is like, you know, it's a bit of a misnomer. They're actually kind of cool superpowers. Yeah, yeah. Not as good as invisibility, maybe, but still. All right. This is a good one. It's, in t- it's titled Video Game Nemesis. There's a bad thunderstorm. Lightning strikes a pile of old video games. What evil arch nemesis comes out into the real world to forever screw with you? Hmm. Now, I look, I read this earlier and I have one that's... It's not so much a nemesis, but I can imagine it being very annoying. It would be the toasty guy from Mortal Kombat. 
Imagine, <laughs> imagine going through your life and every now and then someone pops around the corner and goes, Toasty! F that. That would scare the hell out of me. <laughs> that, that would be amazing. Would... I don't know what you're talking about. That's my favorite part <laughs> of playing Mortal Kombat when that happens. <laughs> that, that would be. And you could never quite figure out why it happened when it happened. Mm-hmm. That, that would be mine. But not so much an arch nemesis, but still. Tomb Raider Legends uh, yes. for the 360. Uh, reinvented Tomb Raider. I played that game on the hardest difficulty all the way to the last boss. And I could not beat that boss. Ooh. After five or six hours of trying, I just could not beat this boss. It's one of the only games I've ever actually, and there was no change difficulty back then. It was restart, stuck with that. restart the game. Wow. Play it on normal. So that's still your the the one boss you've never beaten. I've never beaten that boss. I, I beat him on normal, normal, the next hardest difficulty, but the, like whatever their brutal mode was, I could not do it. Fantastic. Yeah, but then. That person would be in the real world and just kill you all the time. <laughs> yeah, that was... That's the thing. Is, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the point. It's, it's not of, like yeah. who you want to face. It's like, what, what, <laughs> exactly. what would, it's sort of like, you know, in Ghostbusters, right? It's like, you know, what. Oh, you, so what's your yes. greatest fear? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Uh, goodness gracious. Uh, I don't know. Probably like the Pac Man ghosts. <laughs> that would fuck with that me would be a good all the one. time. That would be a good one. I don't have. From, it's, for me, it's like, it's never like enemies that are always like, are usually my biggest, like, foil and stuff like that it's like certain like level layouts so there was right. this one i remember this so clearly i was renting games from gamefly at the time and i rented mirror's edge and there was this platforming part where you had to like run off a building like you know wall run on like a hang a, t- a hanging like it was like a a, cr- a, fr- like a cr- crate hanging from like I don't know where, off the building, I got a crane, run off of that, jump off another building, and then jump on this little platform. I did it 35 times and couldn't make the jump. I literally ejected the disc from my Xbox, put it back in the envelope, sealed it, and threw it in the mailbox, and put it back back up. So they would be having to do that over and over and over again. Okay. That's a nemesis of sorts. Yeah. I I can't think of, like, an enemy that... I ever, or a boss that I was just like... Probably one of those banshees in Mass Effect 3. Oh, those things suck. <laughs> <laughs> those things suck. All right. Next one. Uh, you can play only one video game for the rest of time. What is it? And he actually, at the end of this, puts, Jackie can't use Skyrim, Rayman, or Assassin's Creed. <laughs> so I'm not even going to bother answering this question. FIFA 13. <laughs> <laughs> so what game could you play You know, if you only had one choice? I would definitely say World of Warcraft. Mm. Oh, that's a good choice. Mm-hmm. It's also a smart choice. Yes, it's so exactly. It's a good one. Uh, I would say my mine would be Destiny as long as the DLC was scheduled forever. Every now and then. Throw a little extra content. Seems I like play a, Destiny forever. Seems like a... Uh, yeah, but then you yeah, would eventually would need really to get Destiny 2... But you would you you know be able everyone, to. yeah so you'd be yeah stuck. but then you, then you're narrowing this down to an MMO if you wanted to keep playing yeah but I don't have to buy the expansion yeah you can literally build World Cup as long as you want yeah so I shut down the servers <laughs> then run his own server <laughs> screw them <laughs> Justin has that one game you can narrow it down to the order <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> over I don't know and uh, over I, I'm and trying over to it's, it has to be something with a multiplayer Played in it six times a, right. six times a day. Uh, <laughs> So something with a multiplayer. Um, the first thing, the first thing I thought of was Destiny, but I like Destiny's multiplayer, but not that much. So a Halo, I, I guess. Yeah, the Master Chief I was just about to say uh, whether Chief you collect. could do Halo. You know, yeah. probably the Master Chief Collection. Yeah. You're right because you have all the different okay. game modes in there. Yeah, so that's, that's a good call. That's a good that one. That's a clever one. I tried to play some Halo Three multiplayer over the weekend. Have, how was that? It 
I have forgotten. Not not forgotten, but you forgot. I I didn't forget because I knew I couldn't do the things that you you can do in shooters now. But I kept trying to do them anyway. Oh yeah. I'd be like run, and he'd just be like, No, <laughs> no, this is it. This is top speed, buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was like trying to remember, and like it took me so long to remember how to play it. I got like one kill in the entire the entire match. Um, but so is that? Did you say your one game? No, I didn't say my one game. One Super game. Metroid. Nice. Very good. Oh. I couldn't do a single player game. I would have to have some sort of multiplayer mm-hmm. that I could just keep going. And yeah. yeah, so that it's not always the same. But but if what if, what happens if they shut down the shut down the servers? There is no. There's no. My life like, is over. If this or if that in these questions. <laughs> yeah. what, what else is there? <laughs> All right. Uh, if so, this this one's a good one because when I looked at it initially, the title of this email says favorite color. It's not your favorite color. The question Red. is, <laughs> if someone gave you a blank check to start your own game developing company, what would it be named? Oh goodness gracious! <laughs> wow. <laughs> I think I I I can't even imagine something stupid. <laughs> just something just stupid games. There. Yeah, there you go. Something stupid <laughs> games. Ta-da. What was the word you said before? The, the twaddled? Twatted. Twatted? Twatted. Twatted games. Twatted games. <laughs> anyway, have you never thought about like what your movie production company would be? Raptor or Compound. What? Raptor Compound. That would be there the name go. of my video game studio. There you go. That's okay. a good one. Anyone else? At Jurassic Park. I have jokes. Okay. <laughs> 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 like You'd be like uh, Chris Pratt. Friends, friends with the Raptors. Come on, buddy <laughs> Raptors. Let's let's drive. Fanboy Remix. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. That's been your brand for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rob? But not for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't think Jordan of one. I can't think of one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. All right. Last one. I've never like had I got anything it for you. like that. Daniels. <laughs> Daniel Stevenson? Yeah. Yes. Daniel Stevens. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. We'll stick with that then. Uh, last one. And I think this one might be a joke that I don't get. So I'm just going to read it out and I see what happens. I wouldn't put that up okay? uh, Here's the situation. Good Worst one, hurricane ever is hitting Long Island. I wouldn't, put, I wouldn't <laughs> put that above you. That's a phrase that people say. Everyone's evacuating. You have a truck packed with everything you own and room for one passenger. While driving out the city at a bus stop, you see the love of your life, an elderly lady, and your best friend in the whole world. Who do you save? And at the end, you put, don't look up the answer. So, Nick, I'm very confused. <laughs> I have no idea. I think he was just joking. All right, good. So I put it out there. So elderly, best friend. And love of your life. So yeah. I'm grabbing my comic collection? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Screw the rest of you. <laughs> no, you have all your stuff packed already. Yeah, everything's oh, packed. Oh, my stuff is packed. Yeah, sorry. sorry. They said the love of my life. Oh. <laughs> I all think right. play just that clip for your wife. Yes. So we're <laughs> over, and <laughs> over and over again. <laughs> so we're going to move on to uh, a little more serious listener feedback. Thank well, you, we're not, We didn't get the answer? No. I think Are everybody we seriously going to ask that one? Life. I think. Yeah, yeah. All right. Whatever that may be. No, I would pick best friend. Screw that. <laughs> 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 okay. Uh, so we have some emails to read. Um, Rob, do you want to start us off with that tweet? Look of abject fear. (laughs) I was just thinking, where do I start? Because none of you look like you've really got anything in front of you. I have my question right in front of me. Oh, you do? No, I I got it. Ready? I'm the guest here. I don't have to prepare anything. (laughs) Okay. This is from at writer Sean. And he asks, what are the rules for making a better sequel for a good game? Uh, Examples, Arkham City, Uncharted 2. And why do they work and some don't? Well, I agree with one of those. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I, feel, I, I mean, for which me, one don't you agree with? Arkham City? I don't think it's better than Arkham Asylum. I love Arkham City. I think it's fantastic. Do you want to fight? Oh, 
No, I'm not in a fight. I'm just saying. I think that Arkham Asylum is better than Arkham City. All right, calm down. It's not the point of the question. Goodness. <laughs> we can have this discussion, though. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, see, that's a rough one. Because yes. I like the path that Asylum took, but I like the chances that City took. Yeah, yeah, me too. I, I just like the, uh, the more like claustrophobic nature of uh-huh. Asylum. Yeah, I like the more like this is because it's me. I like the more like Metroidy aspect of that game. I'm shocked. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, I'm. I totally agree with Bobby. You would both pick Asylum. You would pick Asylum over City. I know. Well, he already said. Uh, <laughs> he already said. Just, it. Just I don't know, I look at him. <laughs> yeah, I think, like, I, I think I think I would. Okay. You think you think the order is a great game? All right, so let's. Uh, let's I said it was a good game. <laughs> all right, that's <laughs> not what you said to me. <laughs> Calm it's down. A good game. Let's get back to the point of this question. Arkham City is a fantastic. <laughs> game. It is a I'm fantastic not, game. That blows away its predecessor in every single way imaginable. <laughs> I if think you don't. If you believe, I'm going to start like twatting all of you very soon. <laughs> Can you stop saying that word? <laughs> it stopped you though, didn't yeah. it? Okay, right. so my so, answer. Yeah, the point uh, of this question. I would say you know listen somewhat to your fan base. Um take some chances, uh, mix it up. Just don't do the same old stale things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, yeah. and be passionate about it. Okay. That's a good one. It's much more eloquent than I, what I was going to say. Mine's kind of along similar lines. I mean, I always liked sequels like Crash and Spyro and I've always been, I like how that's I where want, you went. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I just, I like to get more of the same, but not, just more of the same like give me the same style and the same gameplay that i love in the first one but just throw a little bit more in mm-hmm. mechanics wise story wise um just you know I, I don't like to see a drastic departure because if i see a drastic departure then i'm not going to like it as much as you know there's, there's a reason i like that first one so just yeah a little a little more mm. for my money i like it when it, uh the game is bigger i like when they um uh, you know, I like when in the second game when they foreshadow more things. Like, I, I like in Arkham. I'm just going to use Arkham City because we were talking about it. Like, Arkham City uh, foreshadows a larger conflict that's coming. Uh, I like, you know, um, a graphically, like an update graphically, more moves, more characters. But, like, you know, it, for it to be successful, it's got to have a cohesive story. Mm-hmm. It's got to have something that draws you back to it. It can't just be, like, to me, I. A retread of the first story like i play the far cry games and it's pretty much far cry three four is a copy of three it's pretty much the same game same characters they changed a few names around that's all good and fine but like i to have a, a really successful sequel like we'll take we'll take uncharted 2 which everyone believes is probably one of the best sequels ever mm-hmm. made they invested a lot into the story into the characters of the first game they built them up they built they built a they took that groundwork that they laid and they they built on top of it and that like to me that's what makes a sequel a thousand times better than the original is is that is that framework and building upon it yeah absolutely i think that um i mean uncharted 2 to me is one of the examples of you know like i think one of the the best examples of making taking a game that was good and making it great Great. you know because uncharted 1 is a good game with a lot of potential and they took all of that potential and they just compounded on on top of it you know um portal 2 for me as well like portal is is a fantastic game already but they they managed to take what's so good about Portal, which was 
obviously the puzzle solving and this kind of environmental storytelling and humor and humor. Yeah. And we're able to extrapolate into a, from a four hour game into a 15 hour game, yeah. you know, um, which is very hard to do. And they didn't lose any of the, the tightness of it um, and, and the, the humor and the, the wit of it. Um, you know, I think it depends too also because like there's, you know, Story-based games are one thing, but when you're talking about something, let's say, like, you've mentioned Spyro or Crash, or mm-hmm. you're talking about a Mario game or something like yeah. that, or any kind of platformer, you know, I want to, for a good sequel, what I want is keep the the core mechanic right, which is, you know, this jumping is perfect, and you always know when you're going to land, and, you know, you're going to have a set of suits, and you're going to be, and it's going to be whimsical, you know, that's really what yeah. it is, and then for platformers, it's great, because you can do whatever the hell you want, you know, it's like, Mario Mario Galaxy is so great, because it's just such a huge departure from what they had yes. done before, as yeah, far as I just, like, look yeah. and tone, and there's a sense of gravity, and all this stuff, and the yeah. way the, sh- the worlds were shaped, so I, I, I think, like Rob said, you got to be willing to be daring as well, um, for, for what you're going to do, so yeah. those are the things that... Even, uh, just another quick example is Ali Ali 2. Ali Ali 2 took everything that was great about the first game and they listened to the community and were like, they're like, we want manuals. We want to be able to string together tricks while we're on the ground, which is something that the first game was sorely lacking in as good as it was. They added that in and that is a game that, you know, is going to be replayable for a long time because they just took something that was just missing, added it in, and it makes the gameplay exciting, new, and fresh again. Mm-hmm. So definitely something like that as well. Cool. All right. Um, I have another email here. From Jordan Till. Listener. Arkham Asylum is better, by the way. Just let you know. <laughs> City, all the way. Get out of here. <laughs> all right. You can fight about it afterwards, all right? I'm fed up with it now. <laughs> you just add it to your Bastion. Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> but exactly. he's played Arkham Asylum. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Just, just fight about it on Twitter. I'm looking here, forward right? to the, what, I, the the Bastion day. <laughs> it's coming. Two months. It's coming very soon. Anyway. No, less than month, two months. Month. Like, less, I think it's even less than a month. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, Jackie. <laughs> Sorry, so, Captain. Yeah, thank you. Please continue. Uh, we have an email from Jordan Till. Um, I'm going to paraphrase a little because it is long, but uh, basically says loves the podcast. Um, he hasn't uh, played in a while. His last system was a PS2, so he's come back to it and has picked up some games. Um, he's really loved The Last of Us, which I think all of us enjoyed. Um, and he picked up AC Black Flag because he'd heard about the problems of Unity. Um, he talks about the various things... And I'll say the amount of times I've been chasing someone and ended up hanging from an adjacent roof or jumping to my death for no apparent reason is enough to make me want to light things on fire. My desire to continue playing this is driven now solely by my sheer sense of stubbornness to not let the game win. Damn you, AC Shakes Fist. <laughs> um, I tried so hard to like this game, but will likely never buy another game of this franchise. And I've got to say, like that, I've said this before, but honestly, if they're the things that bug you about Assassin's Creed, then don't buy any other games in the franchise because they all suffer with exactly the same problem from day one to Unity. Uh-huh. Same problem. It's, it's really amazing that they have not been able to solve that it's problem. crazy to me. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting to me hearing the email from someone who hasn't played the other games because to me, that's the reasons why I, I stopped playing Black Flag, even though I was enjoying it a lot, were, yes. were, the, were those aspects of the game. But for me, it's also because I've played two other Assassin's Creed games before that where it had the same the exact same. problem. Yeah, so exactly. I was like, I'm tired yes. of this. But I was wondering like, how somebody would feel if they just came well, in and started playing it. also said, this is another um, point, is collectibles seem to have been placed in purposefully annoying places, having to spend a few minutes to get to the top of a cliff, only to see two separate animus fragments that require you to jump to the water below and climb all the way back up again, which is another thing. It's, you know, it's, I... I 100%ed it, but there were certain ones where I didn't want to spend five minutes swimming back to my ship 
for that one thing. So I definitely say to you, if, if you do not like those aspects of this game, don't even bother. And the sea shanties, they run away from you. It bothers me so <laughs> oh much. Oh my God. Yeah, they are really <laughs> annoying. Um, <laughs> yeah. So he asked us, has there ever been a game that you wanted to love so badly or that got amazing reviews that you just failed, that, uh, that were loved en masse that just failed to get to you completely? Uh, drove you to anger or caused you to never want to re- revisit an already established series and on the flip side of that are there any games that you that were completely panned that you loved so the quick question Assassin's Creed is a series that everyone loves that I think is just the worst thing in the world okay <laughs> and I liked The Order okay I'll That's think I, I, as yeah, everybody it else universally panned what it wasn't universally panned what The Order yeah mm, it Mostly. was pretty bad yeah, six was... isn't a pan Six is like this is not a great game. Day All right, one, so hang on. Let me think. Let me think. Of, I'll think of another one while you guys go. Yeah, Rolf, do you have any that you loved, other people didn't, and you hated that other people loved? I mean, that, that there's plenty, plenty <laughs> out there, but right. to to pick one specific one, like honestly, him saying Assassin's Creed is almost the the perfect thing. <laughs> yes. um, I I torture myself and go back and go back. I got but, one, I got one for Rob. Well, hold on one second. One second. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, yeah. You're going to say Amazing Spider-Man, right? That, I, I, yeah. Well, that's a good one, but I was going to say Watch Dogs. Watch Dogs was... Oh, God, yeah. And that yeah. was right at the same time, too. Yeah. Can't do it. <laughs> Either of those. Um, but with Assassin's Creed, like Unity and Rogue, like I would love to play Rogue just to see... I've heard it's the better of the, the two. Yeah. But Unity, those are like the first Assassin's Creed, uh, Creed games that I did not buy. Yeah, I'm. So. I, it's the first one I bought and have never actually played it through. Uh-huh. I've finished every, even three. I did not enjoy, but I played through two or three times. And it's uh, Spider Man. I will keep torturing <laughs> myself with no matter what. Yes. Um, but Watch Dogs, I'll they're gonna, they're gonna have a damn hard time getting me to buy another one in that series mm. if it comes to fruition. Which you know, Rob came in and was like, "This game's garbage. The driving's <laughs> terrible. Never play it again." Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. that was early on, and mm-hmm. I downloaded. I bought it digitally, so I couldn't even trade it in. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, mm. I thought of one. Yes, on the 360, there was this game called The Club, and it is a universally hated game. But yes. this was before I was really paying attention to game reviews. And the point of The Club was it was a shooter, but it was a score-based shooter. So you would be going through levels, looking for targets to shoot them as fast as possible while getting through the level while time was ticking down. Mm-hmm. And it is a game that I am pretty sure is notoriously hated by everybody. They had an <laughs> online achievement for like killing 10,000 people, and I don't think the servers lasted long enough for everybody, anybody ever to get there. Wow. And I played it, and I was like, this game's great. <laughs> and then I found out later what everybody thinks right. of it. I, I want to see what the Metacritic score on that game is. Yes. All right. uh, Bobby? I can't really – I mean, I can think, think of one that like I hated that – there's definitely games I just can't get into, like the GTA thing. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, yeah. um, but you don't hate that. You just you acknowledge it as not your style of game. Yeah, I will say this: four got like tens, and like I tried to play four, and I was bored out of my mind right. playing right. four. Like I liked playing five when I played of it, but like playing four, I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't want. Why do I have to go talk to this guy at his apartment? And bring you know like and right. I hated the driving missions. It's actually suffer- those things suffer the same thing as like the Assassin's Creed problems with me, which is like I don't want to chase this guy. Yeah, and it's still the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't want to chase this guy anymore. And it's the same thing in both those games. I hate missions where you have to chase people, but you also have to like stay a certain distance behind them during the chase. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, I think mine would be Call of Duty. Just, you know, there's like an entire community and a love for that uh, that game. And I just, I've never been interested. It's never appealed to me. And I've really, apart from Advanced Warfare, which um, I played for a little bit, I've never really played it much. And I, I don't care that I haven't played it much. Mm-hmm. So that would be my one. Um, it actually anyone got, else? It actually got higher scores than I thought. Oh. 67. <laughs> don't you love Remember Me? Yes. That's true. But that game also got sixes. It's hard to find a game that's in like, like the threes. Because yeah, those b- games are usually just universally horrible, so, yeah. <laughs> or they don't work. So it's tough for you to like them. All right. So we have another email from Christopher Pass, who um, I believe is from the UK, judging by the email. Um, he said, hi, guys and gal. First of all, I, um, can I just say I'm a longtime listener, but first time emailer, and I absolutely love what you guys are doing with the podcast. It's quickly become one of my favorite weekly podcasts. My only gripe I have is this. The next time you do a community focus, could you do it at a decent time for us UK players? Um, which we definitely will. I think next time we're going to try and do it a weekend and we'll try and start it earlier because um, obviously the last time we did it with Destiny, I don't think we really started till like 7 or 8 p.m. Eastern time. And it was which, a weekday too. Yeah, and so I think it was a Monday night. So, you know, obviously we understand there's a five-hour time difference. So we're definitely going to try and do it again and we will definitely make sure that we acknowledge that. Um, and what, what would we play? I already thought about this. I, I thought about yes. having just a bunch of us in different games. Grand Theft Auto. We yep. can still do Destiny. Rugby fifteen. Yes. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. I'm definitely playing that. Uh, Hugh's going to play that with me. Some hell divers. He doesn't know that yet, but yeah. Okay. So yeah, yeah we, I, I thought spreading out over multiple games. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll just have a we'll have a session at the weekend where we just yeah go on and play something. So. I mean, we can have 30 people in, in one city in Grand Theft Auto Online. <laughs> that is very true, actually. Yeah, we could do that. So, yeah, we're, we're definitely giving it some thought. And next time, you know, we were aware of that problem last time, but just scheduling made it difficult to do anything else. But we'll definitely make sure that we uh, take that into account next time. Um, and he also said, I have a topic for you guys if you're interested. Do you miss the days when you could get playable demos for upcoming games? In the PS1 and PS2 days, playable demos were usually the deciding factor on whether I purchased a game or not. Um, sorry, I'm, again, paraphrasing a little uh, because we're short of time. But, um, Justin, you had a good answer to this because we have actually discussed this on the show um, quite a while ago. Quite a while ago we did. Uh, yeah, demos need to come back. Um, right now there's 35 demos on PSN. Uh, I think the latest one I saw um, for a big game that's sticking out was like Far Cry. And I'm, I'm sure there's maybe ones newer than that. Uh, but there's one for Destiny. So there's 35, but that's that's a small drop in the bucket yeah. compared to the games that are out on the system. Yeah, but now with the PS4, you have share play. So do they really need demos or do you just have someone that has the game and say, hey, let me let me play? Yeah, but even if you still don't have the game, that would still it'd still be nice. Because, I mean, Bobby brought up a point before we recorded tonight. Like, how many games did you buy by trying to demo? I mean, I... I the, the First one I can remember was Dead Rising. Yeah. I bought Dead Rising because it came out with a demo, and I was like, this is stupid fun. Yeah. Um, one that sticks out of my mind is Bioshock. Oh, remember yeah. that demo came out, I think, a week before the game came out? And I, I, you know, I'd heard about it, but I didn't really know what it was. And, mm. and I, I played that first you know, that first section of the game where the plane crashes and you go down the elevator and things start going crazy. You know, um, Jackie's like, Organizing a filing cabinet over there. Oh, I was trying to be quiet. <laughs> As she rips uh, and I was like, I have to get this game. You know, and I would probably never would have if it hadn't been for the demo. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's something I want to see come back. Um, like Xbox just like two weeks ago had a, a free weekend demo of Scream Ride. Mm-hmm. 
which is it like you know it was first party game for them that they, they were they were pushing and it, it's something that you know uh that i hope continues with like betas and alphas that they're gonna keep doing that but they need to have more actual like vertical slices of demos yeah. to throw up on the store rob i'm sorry i cut you off no no that's fine uh and obviously back then it was it was such a treat to get like the official psx magazine or <laughs> xbox magazine and, and try a whole bunch of games out um and with like the networks now the infrastructure is where you can download stuff pretty quick um it would be smart of them i think that they rely on um just just people reading about stuff and with twitch being as big as it is yeah i think that's and, a big part of it and podcast you know just people talking about games uh you know you know someone that you respect and listen to their opinion i think that that gets to people more yeah i think game streaming is a big part of it honestly yeah. i think that being able to watch huge chunks of a game without having to buy it, I think is a big thing, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, cause for me, it's like, you know, I, I watch like giant bomb and I'm like, okay, like I didn't know if I wanted this game, but I w- they played 30, 40 minutes of it. And now like, it looks cool. And these people that I trust are saying like, this is cool. And I'm like, okay, I, I want to, I want to get this, you know? So that's kind of how I go with it um, now. But I, I mean, I used to love demos. I bought, when I bought my PS1, I spent all of my money to just buy the PS1. So mm-hmm. I had no money for games. Yeah, just a demo disc. Just a demo disc. Playing Crash Bandicoot on a demo disc. You know? oh, I used to do that. I used to go through and just you know have a session where I'd be like, oh, I'll play that demo disc yeah, today. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, and like now you always hear stories about like how it takes away from the production of the game for them to have to sit there and cut a vertical slice of the game to get ready to release, even for E3 or, or yeah. other shows like that. Um, so maybe they just don't want to put the time yeah. into it because they just want to get the game out. But then I would say like, just like maybe have it like, you know, you can download and play like the first 45 minutes of a game You know, you don't have to k- cut a vertical slice. Like just here's the first 45 minutes of the game. You know when that'll happen? I think that'll happen once the two big companies decide to cut out GameStop. Whenever that happens yeah, I mean. and they go like, we're going full digital. Like whenever that future comes, I, I think that'll be a part of it where it's just like, see all these games on the store, download the first like half hour, 45 minutes and yeah. see if you like it and then yeah. you can go from there. Yeah. But like, that's not something... even like Steam does it or anything like that, you know? So yeah. it, it's weird to me. Um, I, I feel like, you know, and then PlayStation has done it before, like sometimes PS Plus in the early days, like, you can play like two hours of Infamous 2. Yeah. You know? They had those. Yeah. yeah and time trials. Do, yeah, time trials. Like I think that stuff could work. That way you're not asking anybody to do anything. It's just like you get to play two hours of the game and if you love it, you're going to play it. Yeah. Play it. You've already downloaded it. You've already downloaded the 40 gigs, so you might as well, you know, you just can just click this button. Yeah, just find and do it. Yeah. You, you want to hit it. Yeah. It was <laughs> like what Xbox did with all their Xbox Live Arcade games in the last generation, which was everyone had to have a demo. Yeah. And it was That's usually right. yeah. just like the beginning of the game, and then it would be like, unlock the full game, you know? And that was great because I bought Xbox Live Arcade games definitely based on that. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Cool. Do we have any other um, questions as such? Do we have a Japanese okay. question? Yes. We do. I knew there was another one that we I did do. not you have. You had the question ready right in front of you. I did. It was the one that you read. <laughs> no, it was not. I had that one, yeah. But I also have from Chuck. Chuck is infamous. Uh, have Japanese become too obtuse or have taste just evolved? Japanese games. Japanese in general. Just Japanese people. Can <laughs> <laughs> oh. I leave out the games? Sorry. Well, you said. Uh, have have the Japanese yeah. become too obtuse? <laughs> we should definitely have that discussion another day. But for now, we'll talk about the games. <laughs> Sorry about that. Have Japanese games become too obtuse or have taste just evolved? Mm. Well, Bobby and Justin, I think. No, Bobby no, and Bob. Rob. Yeah. These Bobby two and right Rob, here. sorry, are the two people that have an opinion on this because I honestly don't have an opinion on this. Justin has no culture. He doesn't play Japanese games. <laughs> I'm going to try Persona. I'm going to do it. The All first right. one? <laughs> Five. Ah, uh, gotcha. So, what do you guys think? Um, 
we were, we're probably, you're, you, I mean, you're even, you play even more than I do. Um, what do you think? Uh, I, I, I think that they're just going to wind up sticking, sticking what they do. Uh, I mean, the stuff sells. It's not like it doesn't sell. You know, Final Fantasy game comes out, a Persona, a Persona game comes out, Monster Hunter, you know, stuff that you would think isn't going to do well here, and it, it might not do well here. But, you know, overseas, they're, you know, that's the top gal- selling game on the system. Or, or So mm-hmm. I, I don't think they have to change. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Right? Uh-huh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But do you think... Do you, th- do you think things are more obtuse than they used to be, or have we, things just kind of ch- changed? Western games have become such, such a forefront that it's just that has changed, and the Japanese games have kind of stayed. I mean, same. yeah, I growing up with with stuff like that, I think it's always been there. Uh, I just think that that people are seeing a lot more of it now, just again with coverage. Um, you know, I mean, especially PlayStation. I mean, N64, they're just a lot of weird, weird stuff. Um, but yeah, I, I think it works, so stick with it. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's like, it's kind of a similar line, and again, they're a Japanese company, but what I said about Nintendo, right, which is like, what, how I feel is like, we have the games that are like, the games that are Western games, and we, we that are born from our culture and our and our kind of cultural touchstones, so they, they, they so they are very readily acceptable to us. We we take all of their story beats and all of their things they pull from, and we just understand them because they pull from what we're familiar with. Japanese games, for the for a majority of them, are pulling heavily from a culture we don't necessarily understand. They're referencing things that to Japanese people make absolute complete sense, but to us are like, what what the hell are you talking about? Like, what is this? half dragon man that like is speaking in tongues like why is everybody a teenager <laughs> to them i don't know about that but why is everybody a muscled marine here you know true, very you, know, true. you know so it's like the same kind of deal right yeah. they have their things like we have their things Absolutely. blonde hair crazy spiky blonde hair dude um is, is their kind of space marine i guess in a lot of ways but uh to me like that weirdness about their games the our perceived weirdness of the game is why i like them right is that it's like they're it's it just it's like a breath of fresh air compared to some other stuff. And sometimes I don't like them. Sometimes I'm like, that. this is not for me, you know? But, like, I, I, I don't want those games to suddenly just become, like, westernized. Like, I, I, I guess, you know what I mean? Like That makes total sense. Yeah, I mean, like, a game like Monster Hunter, which is a game I tried to play a couple times, is the same story everybody has with Monster Hunter, right? Which is that I played it, and I was like, I don't get this. And there's not a lot of instruction in it, but people who love it, they super love it. And so I'm fascinated just by, like, the, the, the idea of Monster Hunter, like, this thing that I just can't get, I can't wrap my head around that seems obtuse and weird, but like all these people love it. So there must be something to it that I just don't see. Um, and I love feeling that, you know, I, I, I love that. We talk about the souls games before, but it's the same thing with them, right? It's like, this is draw. This is weird. Cause it's like drawing on like Westernized mythology. You know, it's, it's showing me like medieval European mythology, but it's, its backbone and and its systems are very Japanese, you know? So there's that weird disconnect. It's what I love about like metal gear, which is that it's like, it's like, this is an American action movie, but it's not, it's an American action movie put through the filter of a Japanese guy who loves American action movies. So there's just like a level of weirdness to it. You know, like I play the silent Hill games. I'm like, what I love about the silent Hill games is it is what a Japanese creator perceives the tropes of American horror to be you know and seeing things through those lenses I, I love that because it's like it's just not my point of view you know and so i'm like this is cool because I, I don't know what's going on and i i, I like that about about those games mm-hmm. 
there are definitely things, of course, that they, that like they they could probably move forward on in, in certain like systems wise, you know. But um, I don't want to. I, I would I would gladly take like some of the clunky systems for like the crazy uniqueness of uniqueness the games, that, they, yeah. that they bring um, to, to games. I I, I told Chuck because he was the one who asked this question, mm. and I was like, well, you know, because I don't really play. Mm. Japanese games like anytime I think of a Japanese game I think of a JRPG I think of Final Fantasy and right. it's like that that shipped past me by a long time mm-hmm. ago and I've always like teetered on the edge of buying uh Persona 4 Golden mm-hmm. for the Vita like always like I'm gonna do this because everyone <laughs> says this is the best game for the Vita and then I'm like it's a JRPG like <laughs> you don't want to do that you're afraid of them but I saw the trailer for Persona 5 and I was I asked Rob I'm like what what is this <laughs> yeah. like it's stylistically amazing yeah yeah it it, like I watched the trailer like three times trying to understand anything that was going mm-hmm. on, and I'm like, I'm, I'm I'm intrigued by it. He's like, oh, Chuck's like, that's that's not a game for you. <laughs> and it's like, oh, I know that, but mm-hmm. I'm gonna try and widen my horizons right. a bit. Yeah. So I'm excited to try it when it comes mm-hmm. out. Like I, I definitely want to at least try one of those games. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, like I, I think that certain series, like I, I, we don't know if Final Fantasy 15 is gonna be. That demo just came out, and it's getting relatively well good praise for for what it's doing. Yeah. Um. But it's like, a, actually, it's actually a real thing. People are finding. Yeah, out. they're actually going to play it. Uh, but like, I, I think for me personally, like Final Fantasy as a series hasn't been especially interesting to me for a lot of years. Um, and I think that like, I tried playing thirteen, and uh, you know, for the first forty hours, you run in a straight line. You know, but that's not a Japanese thing. That's just like a design decision they made, which I think was a poor decision. You know, um, so uh, that series is is uh, it, you used to be a Final Fantasy fan. Yeah, I. I same point as you. It was yeah. when it got uh, that one that was completely linear. Yeah, that was thirteen. Yeah, that's yeah. that's when I just kind of uh, gave up on it. Yeah, but I think for I mean I don't know what your kind of background was growing up playing games, but like for I'm sure Rob is the same way. Like that's that's what that what's all there was for most of the time was like there are japanese games like that's it mm-hmm. nintendo super nintendo it's like you're playing something that's japanese like that's what it, that's what it is it all passed me by because i just didn't play games. like i didn't really yeah. play games back then i played mario that right right it. just japanese yeah <laughs> but it's not dark souls no 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 I, and i mean but i'm just saying like i think when you play games like that as a kid you become kind of enamored with the idea of that culture oh yeah i, yeah. I think if you were a kid and you're playing final fantasy one two yeah. three four yeah. like you're always gonna like want to, going to want to try a Final Fantasy yeah. game, and because you played those games back then, yeah. you've probably been drawn into games like Persona, yeah. like mm. other games like that. Yeah. But whereas it's completely passed me by, and now it's like looking back, it's like I see Final Fantasy, and I'm like, what is a ch- <laughs> what is a chocobo? <laughs> like I don't I don't understand what's happening in front of me. Yeah, yeah. Right. and I had my moment too, where like with. Because Japanese RPGs for forever were, were just always they were always turn based, and I got I had that point where I was like playing Western RPGs that were um, that were you know action time battle systems and and I got to my point where I was like I had my point where I was like I'm this Japanese stuff is I'm done with it like it's old like I, I that's I, how I always view turn based games you know and now I'm kind of I've kind of turned a corner where I'm like no I like want to play like a turn based game where I can like pick what I want to do and lay out a strategy for what oh, yeah. I want to I do, you know, like, and I, and I had that point when I was younger where I loved it. You know, I mean, I, like everybody our age, like final fantasy seven was like a huge, like, like Funnily a, enough, nine was always my favorite. Oh really? I loved, yeah. loved yeah. nine so much. Um, but final fantasy seven was, was really the one where I was like, you know, I would, I would go, I would start playing it at 10 AM and I, I would come out of my room at 10 PM and be like, <laughs> where'd the day go? You know, that was the first game that was like that for me. Yeah. Um, so I, I always, but then I moved on, and now I'm like, you know what? I want to like get back into that. I want I want to do the thing where like I'm like, 
Because I liked the idea of the battle system in 13. I was like, this is cool. Like, you plan out what you're going to do here, and then you hit a button, and it all just goes. Like, that, that's really cool to me. You know, sort of like, you know, in, in some ways, like, Transistor has aspects of that, right? Where you're like, I want to do this, 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 and this, and you hit a button, and it goes, boop, 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 oh, and yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And there's something very satisfying about that feeling of being like, I planned this out. And everything happened the way I wanted it to happen. And that's why like, yeah. like those type of games are now starting to have I, I, at least some sort of appeal to me. Mm-hmm. And it started. Right. It actually started with Child of Light. That was the first turn-based yes, game yeah. I had ever played in my life. Gotcha. I, I had oh, seen wow. them being played, <laughs> but I had never wanted to play them. Yeah, I, right. I watched friends like Eric playing mm-hmm. Final Fantasy, and I was like, this looks really boring. <laughs> and, it, and it's funny because it really isn't. Yeah, like, no. You get really into yeah. like trying to plan all, all out. And... and I mean, granted, I was terrible at it. Like right. I was like, Child of Light was difficult. <laughs> Everyone's like, no, it wasn't. Yeah. Exactly. Well, Child of Light's a little different, too, because it has an active time battle system. It's more but, like Chrono Trigger, yeah. where like you, ha- you yes, only have a certain amount of time to do your actions, which is another you know, very cool way to but do it. That was an excellent twist. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. But I, I just, you know, I, it's also the same reason why like, now I'm like, I kind of want to play, like, tactic games. Like, I want to play, like, Fire Emblem and stuff like that because I want, like, I want to be able to, like, l- plan in my brain what I want to do. You know what I mean? Uh, I want to be able to sit there and go, like, okay, like, this is difficult, but I can think my way out of this situation. Um, and I'm becoming more interested in, in doing stuff like that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Awake, Fire Emblem Awakening. I have it for my 3DS. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Hands down, my favorite. Yeah. Favorite, favorite, favorite. Cool. Yeah. Okay, well, I am going to be serious for like a minute. It doesn't happen often, so <laughs> don't freak out. I'm going to start, gonna start playing like a serious <laughs> music. <laughs> All right, uh, so we had an email this week from uh, Catherine, a listener, who, funnily enough, doesn't actually play games, but loves to listen to our show to keep up with games. So that's pretty cool. Um, but she did ask us out of curiosity why we'd never discussed Gamergate. So I'm going to answer it really briefly put a lid on it and move on uh the main reason we haven't discussed it is that we just really don't want to fuel the flames of it anymore uh, we don't want to give it any more attention we don't get paid to do this podcast we do it just because we really love to play games and our main goal in this endeavor is to build and foster a community of like-minded people the talking games community will welcome you regardless of race gender sexuality language barriers whether you've been playing games since you could you know, since your thumbs could reach the joystick or whether you've just picked up a game last week and this is a brand new experience. Um, We don't want to feed any negativity whatsoever, but we also don't want to be scared into not letting all of you guys know where we stand on it. And the thing is, we just, we stand with all of you. Um, We just don't want any negativity. So with that being said, I'm going to step down from my social justice podium um, and get back to doing what we do, which is talking about games. So I just wanted to address it. We put it out there. We did it. Moving on. Everyone good? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. All right. Anything else? Um, I just wanted to say that, I mean, I, I think it's really great. We've gotten, we've read three emails from people that we've never heard from before. Yes. And uh, we really appreciate that. Uh, we're getting a lot of new feedback. We've got a lot of new listeners. Um, and I actually thought, uh, this just came to mind now since we, I mean, we have so many new listeners, we have new people reaching out, which we hope to continue, yep. uh, give our gamer tags. Mm. It's been oh, a while since we've done that. It has been a while since we did that. Yes. Uh, so on Xbox, you can find me at your oak, which is also my Twitter handle. And on PSN, you can find me at worst ninja ever. One word. Okay. Do you wish you could how change you, that how name? How do you no, pick that? I, I, I love that name. <laughs> I'm just saying, cause to like unify your... 
your oh. online identity. Yes. No, I like worse than you ever. Okay. Uh, how, I, how'd, you, how'd you pick that? I just was sitting there. Uh, at the time, my Xbox handle was Biffwagon. Uh, Good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Great stuff, man. Everyone asked what it meant, and I said, I have no idea. It's two words. It's two words together. So I was trying to think of something like super clever, and um, I don't have a big ego. Like, I try very hard to be humble because I'm, you know, there's things I'm good at, there's things I'm not good at. And I was like, what's something that's like humble but cool or whatever? Worse ninja ever because I'm st- stupid bad at stealth games. So that's that's where it came from. That's a good one. So you lying to everybody saying that he's like a nice, humble guy. I know, right? Yeah. If only they knew. Yeah. Anyway. Whatever. <laughs> His persona. Rob? Just because we argue a, not, a lot doesn't mean that I'm not humble. Uh, PSN, Xbox Live, same. Uh, Thanos Rising, T-H-A-N-O-S Rising. Okay. Uh, uh, do you want to do your Twitter handle? Just and th- yeah, that's housekeeping. at dusk ten twenty, um, and I'll I'll throw out like my Steam. You know, I'll put it mm-hmm. on Twitter. Cool, Bobby. Um, Angelus one hundred four A N G E L U S one zero four on everything, except for Twitter, my name, but at Bobby Shortle. But on all of my gaming platforms, and that name. Cool. Uh, mine is on Xbox Jackson's X on PSN. Well, Jackson is Jackie and Jason. Yeah, okay. Um, it was at the time when we were pretending that we shared the Xbox. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, that's not happening anymore. But um, And then PSN is Jackie Turner, which I wish to God I could change. It's coming. Uh, You'll be able to Capital one day. J, capital T, Jackie Turner. That doesn't um, matter. I think it does, because I couldn't log I in unless I used a capital T. It doesn't matter. So really, there's no Jackie uh-huh. Turner that's ever tried to use their real name. Oh, God, I'm such a... And I said this last time, I think last time I gave him out, you know, send friend requests and stuff. Um, yes. Throw a little thing like like just in the comment, like throw like TG or something just yes. so we know. Because yeah, sometimes I get random ones from yeah. people that I have no yeah. clue. No, that's mm-hmm. a really good point. Rob, and I'm, I'll exactly jump the into their friends list to see if I have, any, you know, something any in common. common yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm exactly the same. I die, you know, especially when you play games like Destiny, people are just randomly friend request you. So I'm the same. If it says talking games automatically i'll answer that friend request yep. so please yeah just put a little message on uh my twitter handle is at jackie turner seriously i have no imagination whatsoever i, I <laughs> so my name was my name was taken really yep justin townsend was wow. taken but there was no other jackie turner that's amazing it's good though to have your name it's good it is until you're playing something like grand theft auto no i'm not talking about on the on the yeah. on the psn i'm talking about yes. on twitter on twitter i guess yeah yeah um so i'm gonna carry on doing a little housekeeping here um as you flip through your file cabinet, uh, you're, 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 I was really organized your Marvel today. notebook. <laughs> I, I, whenever I organize anything, it has to be with a pen and paper. I can't yeah. do it. Six hundred dollar iPhone sitting next to you, <laughs> flipping through a notebook. Exactly. Uh, so our Twitter is at talking underscore games. You can also reach us at uh, talkinggamespc at gmail dot com. Send us an email. Um, Cooking advice for sure. <laughs> Facebook dot com forward slash talkinggamespc if you'd like to interact that way. Um, you can also find us on TalkingComicBooks.com. Uh, you can also find The Misfits, Talking Valiant, Talking Movies, and the original, of course, that Bobby is a big boss in charge of, uh, Talking Comics. So we have lots of podcasts for you. So <clears throat> what? What did I do? And? No, I'm kidding. Oh. <laughs> we mentioned it in the beginning. I'm oh, joking. backup stories. Yes. Oh, backup yes. Stories. And my new favorite. It's at Backup Stories, right? Yes. Yes. My new favorite check it out 
Um, She's never watched. I did. I watched it the very next day. Thank you very much. If you if they want, you guys want out of the podcast though, because that's there's a feed called Talking Comics Special Edition where it's on there as a podcast. So, oh, cool. Because okay. some people they don't like to watch it as a video. They don't listen. To, you know, stuff for them to listen. They want to listen in their car, stuff like awesome. that. So okay, so the audio is on there. Yeah, the audio is on there. Cool. Um, and the other thing I wanted to do just quickly is my thing. I just wanted to say a big thank you to everyone because Luke's St. Baldrick's event is happening tomorrow. He is going to get his head shaved. Um, I've been talking about this for a few weeks on the podcast. I've been putting it out on Twitter and Facebook. And me and Luke have been absolutely overwhelmed with the response we've had. People have been so generous it's and beautiful. so kind. It mm-hmm. really is. I, it's just, you know. You make Jackie cry. Oh, it's I was wonderful. definitely. I definitely had tears. Like, people have been just amazingly generous. And, um, like, wh- when you were texting us the other night. Yeah. What, what, what went on? Which one? Uh, just there was a, gr- of, a grouping, yeah. yeah. There was a group, like yes. Well, <laughs> Rob's trying to get you to cry. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. There, there was one particular donation. He knows who he is because I wasn't supposed to know who he is, and I called him on it, and he knows who he is. But very big thank you to all of our listeners, everyone that's donated, everyone that shared my tweets, everyone that's just given this cause any attention whatsoever, because it really is a worthwhile one. Um, St. Baldrick's itself, since it started, has donated $154 million in research grants. So, you know, your donation that you've done to help support me and Luke is really, on a bigger scale, a wonderful, wonderful thing. So I just want to say a huge thank you. Um, thank you from all of us. It really means a lot to it us. It really does. That you supported one of our members. Mm-hmm. Yes, Absolutely. And he, has, he has raised, as of now, over $1,000. Awesome. What was the original goal What was the original goal you we set were, out for? Last year, we raised $400. Oh, and they told awesome. us our new goal should be 600 And we blew past that. And we're now over 1000 Thank you so much, guys. Yeah, yeah. Really, like, I, words can't really express just how appreciative I am. So I just wanted to say that. Um, we are going to be back next week with who knows who let's face it probably us maybe us i'll be here next week bobby's not gonna be here bobby won't be here next week maybe you will be here maybe we'll have we'll continue our arkham city discussion then all i'm gonna talk about (laughs) is bloodborne next week next week (laughs) it's gonna be out for one day yeah i would have played it for approximately a day (laughs) so so next week justin will be here rob will be here i will be here and either bobby or steve will be here maybe they'll both be here Mm. maybe they'll both that's not gonna happen <laughs> Someone will be here. Anyway, this week I think we're all done with talking games. So thank you very much for listening. 